0: I don't know what else.
1: Curry, another three. And Steph
2: Curry does it again. Curry magic working here in Philadelphia. And the ball deflected out of bounds. 101 to 92. Talks about years of conditioning, every repetition, the spontaneity, creativity. Oh, my goodness. What a treat, Mike. All right, Curry,
3: just, just say that he's the best shooter ever. Is that fair? What's wrong with that? Yeah. I think it's fair.
4: Yeah. Affirmative. That is not a wrong statement.
3: Now, let me ask you this statement, because it's hard for me to think otherwise, especially with what this team is doing, minus their Ben Simmons or Tobias Harris, whoever you would call Klay Thompson to be. But how is this guy not the MVP of the NBA right now? They're in the playoff hunt, and Steph Curry is single-handedly doing It's not even a great year, like historic year for Draymond Green. That's because
5: they suck. Well, I mean, they're they're in the playoff hunt because of the extra teams. Really, I mean, they're you know they're they're playing 500 basketball. They suck. You know, I don't know that that's good enough to be
6: an MVP. What what, you can't be the best player on a
4: mediocre team. You got to be a best player on on a contender. I think in the NBA.
3: But the point of it is that they're not 29 and 29 without Steph. They're not anywhere near. They're the Houston Rockets or the Oklahoma City Thunder. Or the Orlando Magic without Steph, and I don't yeah. know if like could you make that argument with any other team? Take it's the question of of an MVP, right? If
4: you take them away, what's the team without them? Right? It's like
5: the year A Rod won it in the in the American League when they finished in last place when he was with Texas. It's Great like ball. how much yeah. worse could they be without him? Like was Great he really ball. the MVP? That was a joke. Well his, his numbers,
4: numbers, well his numbers, his, his numbers, numbers up, yeah, right. Yeah, he was, I know. He he get past baseball. That. Yeah, baseball is more of a you know a, a stat driven sport too, and it's a one-on-one battle with the pitcher.
3: Yeah, but I think that there is a point there, right, that Harry makes where it's like at some point there is an extreme where we couldn't give it to like, for example, if somebody if, if somebody on Toronto or Orlando is dropping 40 a night and they're still in the same spot, then they're not gonna get the MVP. But with Steph, it it's I don't know. Maybe there isn't as much middle ground as I thought. And it is more like Harry saying where you're giving it to a guy like A-Rod. And I don't want to make a mockery of it by any means. I was just saying this dude right here is the single reason why they're in the playoffs. And they're down a top five or seven guy in the NBA in Klay Thompson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It is
5: massively impressive. They lost their rookie uh, big man, too, for the rest of the year. Uh, You know, who was doing some decent work for them. I mean, last night he just put on a show. I mean, I was was in awe watching in that fourth quarter. I mean, he scored 20 points in the final six minutes and seven seconds. I finished with 49. He could have had 50, but he missed a free throw at the very end of the game. He shot fifty percent from the field overall. He hit ten out of 17 3 pointers, and he missed one free throw. I mean, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> and he's taken them from like six, seven, eight feet beyond the three point line. He was just unconscious, and it looks so effortless. That's the that's thing the thing, that's right so there. impressive yeah, about
6: it, exactly.
5: And then when he hits you with you know a couple of those, then he'll he'll dash to the rim. He'll slash to the rim, and he gets to the cup with an easy layup. It's amazing.
6: They run a Real great amazing. pick and roll game with him. Yeah, you know yeah. he he. Um, he, he he fakes up, and when he fakes up, you of course you're gonna jump out your shoes to go and try to block it. Mm-hmm. He dips up underneath you and shoots a three from an awkward position and yeah. still hits it. Right. That's Amazing. how it devastating. It. Crazy. I mean, we're, we were
3: talking about it before the show, right? About how and we've mentioned Ovechkin here. Uh, I mean, we're watching the greatest quarterback, right? Of all time, and Tom Brady. I got I, mean, I mean, do we need to check <clears throat> in with our pal?
7: We had eight miles every game.
3: Right, I mean, I think, <laughs> I think we're okay there. Right, right. Well, he might
5: go Unitas. I don't know.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So, so I, I mean, remember of Unitas. But it'll never be a consensus in the NBA because there'll always be Jordan, and then yeah. there'll always be the center guys who say no Wilt, Kareem, etc. So it'll it'll never be consensus about LeBron per se. Right, baseball. I mean.
6: You, say consensus, you would say consensus about shooting. He's the most pure Step. shooter we've ever seen. Step. Ever. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I'm just
3: saying as ever. far as best player, Okay. I, that'll always be up for debate. But like baseball, we watched Barry Bonds play. And yeah. that guy was amazing pre-steroids. He, he turned into a behemoth following it. But, I mean, there are a lot of guys we've seen play. I, I don't know. Ovechkin is one, right, that jumps out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I <clears> – <throat>
5: Having seen Reggie Miller's entire career, you know, there's there's a couple of other guys. Uh, You know, Reggie was like 6'7". This guy's like 6'3". And it just does, I think, is better all-around game, really, than Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller was just, to me, a shooter. This guy can do other things. He's got great handle. You know, he gets other guys involved with great passing because everybody's looking to stop him. Uh, You know, he's he's really incredible to watch. And right now he's just on a tremendous run. His last 11 games, he's got 78 three-pointers made. And who has more stomach bugs than Ben Simmons? (laughs) Well, yeah. Honestly. He's got a Coach Camille immune system. (laughs) Nobody knows what you're talking about.
1: Well, we'll I do.
8: Starts now now. on the SportsMap radio network. Presented by
9: Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Rocket can.
8: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May.
3: All right, we are back. All four of us here on a Tuesday. Ron Culver's in the house producing the show back in Houston. That means fake news with Ron. A little over an hour and 20 minutes from now. Before that, though, 1140 this hour. We will be joined by Kyle Newbeck of, yes, Philly Voice, where we are, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Eitan Shander, Jason Martinez in the house with us on a Tuesday, Thursday. And, well, we were talking about last night, really, and it was all positive. This this is a rarity, right, where one of our teams loses a game that they most likely even down their two non-stars like Embiid. But we didn't even talk about them losing the game. We just talked we were just in awe for the first six minutes of the show about Steph Curry.
5: Yeah, I, I mean there was there was a nice little uh, flurry by Tyrese Maxey in the fourth quarter, uh, you know, where he scored about six eight points all in, all in a you know a minute two minutes span of time. Thibodeau was making some good plays defensively. Oh yeah, uh, you know, and but they were they were just banging all night on Embiid though between Looney and Draymond Green. I mean they really defended him hard, and he he worked for every point that he got. Um, last night and there was a situation in that game where I thought this is where they lost the game. They had taken a lead 92-91 on some free throws by Joel. Then Curry comes back with two free throws and there's a timeout. The score's 93-92. Sixers possession. I'm looking at the lineup that that Doc puts out there and I'm like, "Huh? There's no real experienced ball handler that I that I want that that is on the court. He didn't have you know, uh, Milton or Hill, who was, you know, playing his first, you know, one of his first games last night on the floor. And I'm like, what are you doing? You got all these young guys, these rookies and Embiid and Seth Curry, you know, who couldn't throw it in the ocean last night. I'm like, what are you doing? And they got a terrible possession. They ended up with Embiid way out of the top of the key beyond the three point. He has to throw up a 27 footer near the end of the shot clock. That was the end of the game. Horrible
3: possession. Amazing. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that breakdown by Harry Mays. You were paying attention, man. Dude, kid I'm me. I'm impressed. I can see you Boom there. Think of 75 thing, too. floating a theory out. Barrett, hold on to that. We're going to get to that coming up. Barrett's theory, Jason, and Boom Bap 75. we got a lot of theories out here. It's coming up next on the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle of Sports Map Radio.
7: If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify.
10: Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network.
14: Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com.
8: On the Sports Map Radio Network.
9: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
8: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
3: All right. The theory is out there. We didn't say it, but Boom Bap 75 did on the stream. PhillyVoice.com slash the middle. You can hear us across the Sports Map Radio platforms. Jason Martinez in the house with us. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander. And the theory is on the heels of what Harry said about Ben leading the league in stomach viruses. But Ben Simmons was scared to play last night. Didn't want to get embarrassed by Steph. That's the theory from boom bap 75 and ruin. And some others said it was echoed throughout the city. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah. 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 It's just, uh, eh, eh. yeah, yeah, I did. I saw that. I
5: think think he tweeted that. Yeah. Yeah. Last night. With the eh. eh. <laughs> just, just, eh. What's but, up, genius? <laughs> you know, I, I every time he misses a game, it seems he's got a stomach virus. Isn't it weird? Like, what's this guy eating? What's happening? Remember Kangaroo? how we went through Joel and Breed's diet a few yeah. years ago with the Chick fil A and all this yep. stuff after uh, uh Shamit kind of exposed him after he was traded? We gotta go through Ben's diet.
6: Gotta eat better. Give me more. Give me more discipline in your diet. I mean, come on, man. It, 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 I don't. I doubt if it's 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 fear. You think it's fear? I don't know. Well, I it's mean, not
3: fear so much. Like, think about this, Barrett. I, I don't know if we've if we have this in other sports, and maybe we do. Like Jason, if this is in the NHL, I, I doubt that it's in other sports. But it's not in the NHL.
6: Put oh, the, yeah, here we go.
5: You said, you
3: said <laughs> real uh, remember, remember yeah. last week you said that nobody takes nights off, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and we found evidence that Toronto was load managing with right. Matthews, yes, right? Yeah, no. when was guys. they load managing with yeah, Matthews the day after you said
5: that? Very, you made yeah. that proclamation, yep. what, All right. yeah, but they rested him when he was healthy, yeah.
3: yeah. He was yeah. Saying, well, we had the story up about the whole thing. It, it, he look,
5: must have been dinged up.
3: <laughs> is that what it was? Well, maybe he had a stomach virus. He probably right? had a, a broken tibia. Yeah, like what they said. He had a stomach virus. Maybe I. I don't know. Like, wouldn't you think? We right, don't load on, manage in the NHL. They, we just had a story up, but the yeah, point what, of it is who, who that,
1: was
4: it? that clown in Toronto, right? It's Steve Simmons or Simons or whatever. Uh, you better off going. that hat. Oh
3: yeah, Steve Simons. Here's the point though. Is I'll that,
6: dare you. I'll dare you, Aton, talk about it hockey. <laughs> How well, dare you?
3: Well, here's the thing though, <laughs> beyond the load management that we, we had up there, it, it's more about like in the NFL is a guy, let's say you have the MVP locked up or you think you have the MVP or no, forget it. Let's say you're, you're in a race right now with one of the guides, two quarterbacks right down or the Heisman, right? Where you, you know, you have to play, but at the same time in this situation, it could also hurt you. Like, it's not two guys playing right down to the end of it. If Joel, if Ben Simmons doesn't play last night because he thinks it's going to hurt his chances of defensive play of the year, then he's probably right if he got lit up for 40 or 50 by Steph. Now, is that fear? I don't necessarily know. Or is it just you trying to avoid losing an award by getting cooked by what happens to be outside of maybe Booker, like the most dominant guard we see? Right. If, if you're worried about
4: that dumb award, yeah. and that's yeah. going to keep you out of a game, then I got... He, he seems got pretty concerned line. about it. He seems yeah, pretty into it. You're, I, you're right, right Harry, that. And that's part of the problem. And Look, he may have a bonus attached to it, which Probably. I understand. There's a financial ramification to it. But, I mean, if, if you're seriously going to worry about that and not play in a game and be there next to your teammates because of that award, then there, there would be a major problem in that locker room, I guarantee. Barrett. If a guy was that selfish about an award, I mean, the te- I, I you're going to lose your teammates.
6: Right. Well, 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 Jason, at this point, I'm thinking as, as an athlete and the way I think and how I process things, it would be the opposite for me. It would be the opposite for 99.9 people in the league. I'm going to shut it down. Yes. In, <laughs> in order to be the best, you have to play against the best. Yes. If I shut down Steph Curry, that he, he shot 73 pointers. Over the past eleven games, right, and I can hold him to twenty points, or, or, right. Or, or Let's under define what points. shutting
5: down means yeah, yeah, yeah. in <laughs> terms <laughs> of this. <Okay>. Twenty-five
6: <laughs> points. Then I just played my ass off. You got to look at me as one of the best defenders in the league because we he just played against Curry. Mm-hmm. Curry lit it up. Now Steph just lit it up. They got Booker tomorrow. Nice. I mean, right. that's 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 a murderous row as far no, as defensive it's talent. You got my offensive talent. You play defense on.
3: Well, think about it, though. They've got Booker tomorrow. They just had Steph last night. Mm-hmm. If you get cooked by both guys two games in a row, mm-hmm.
1: that, well, takes, well.
3: that now you're really fighting an uphill battle that you already have been against Rudy Gobert because of the body that surrounds him. And good morning, Mama Brooks. But here's the thing. Harry mentioned it, and it's echoed by Ruin here on the stream. We hear a lot of, what would you call it, uh, lobbying, right? Mm -hmm. We hear a lot of, hey, no, I'm an all-star. Oh, no, hey, no, I'm the defensive player of the year. Oh, no, hey, no, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. There is, like, I think we look at it one way, but we also have to look at it in his mind. And again, it doesn't justify it because I'm anti too. But I think he really does care a lot about this stuff. And I don't necessarily know if if people on his team hate it or disagree with it. Look, he even highlighted the fact of his deficiencies in his own
5: offensive game as a way to disparage the other guy he's up against in Rudy Gobert by saying, I got I got forty-two on him. Like if I can get forty-two on him, how good of a defensive player is he? Yeah,
6: and I'm a the donkey problem. offensively. Yep. Right? I mean, Jesus. Yeah, there lies the problem, man. I mean, we're we're talking about a guy that cares more about that. I mean, come on, we we can't say I, that can't be the, that can't be the case. It can't be the case as a, as a competitor. You don't want that to be going around about you. You know what I mean? You don't want that to have be something that, you know, Oh, all he cares about is this, you know, if you're a selfish player, I mean, that's, that's, that's almost like, you know, committing suicide, as far as being in a locker room, and being a locker room guy, you,
10: you know, guys, oh, I'm you, only going
6: to play for this. No. Uh-uh. It, we, it's very rare that an
4: elite player would have the mentality of not wanting to shut down the greatest shooter ever know. in the game. Yeah. You would think but you would think, but think he'd be with, licking his chops. Oh, yep. But I mean, do you think that like any other great defender would have passed the buck on that battle? No way. But with Ben and all of we've seen of him in the NBA, it, it makes you think that maybe he did, because mm-hmm. there are times when he's incredibly passive. He's just been a freak his whole life and has been able to dominate without mm-hmm. having a belly. And to, to go against Steph in that game, you need to have a belly and compete level off the charts.
3: And I don't know that he has it, or he wants that challenge. Well, and I'm telling you this is interesting because you have the two guys on the team right now who lead the team, right? And Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, who, contrary to I think what we want, and not just as Philadelphia fans, right? Because there's the misnomer, right, stereotype about us where it's like if you're not practicing every single day, then right. you, right. Not yeah. beyond that, I think that there is something about these two guys, these young men, where they are hyper focused in the sense that they've been talking. Like the last game, not this last one, but the the one the Clippers game. You had Embiid coming out and saying, "Hey, man, that's the Defensive Player of the Year," and you had Simmons coming out and saying, "Hey, man, that's the MVP." So they're still talking about it. And and the reason why I bring that up with Embiid guys is because clearly this is something that is on their minds mm-hmm. where in the post game press conference, they're reminding everybody, Hey, that's the, not Jokic. It's that guy. No, no, right. no. Not
4: go Why there. are they worried about that? I, right. I, I,
3: I don't know. It's the God. NBA, but I don't know. selfish.
4: I mean, worry about wins and losses. And when the season's all said and done, go as far as you can in the playoffs, worry about that crap in lobby. But during the season, I, I don't want to hear it. I really don't. That's fun for fans to debate but I don't need this guy proclaiming anything. You'll get what you get at the end and the voters will determine it and we'll determine whether it's legit or not, but stop talking
6: about it. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, all look they me, do is talk me, right? about, yeah. Oh, oh uh, I, I should be MVP. Well, I, I, I'm an all-star. You don't need to remind everybody what you are. They'll yeah. do that and remind you themselves. Right. You don't have to label right. yourself. They will label you. Right. I think it's, it's like corny to that you're looking themselves. towards that. Yeah. Why are you, that's that's the corniest thing ever yeah. that, that, you you know, you have to give yourself a nickname. If you
5: have to constantly tell me that you're the defensive player of the year, then you're probably not the defensive player <laughs> of the
1: year.
3: He, you know, the reality, though, is that he is. He probably like, is. He really is. And, you know, we'll talk to Kyle Newbeck coming up at 1140. We've spoken to Kurt Healan, who votes on all of these awards. And I, I think the bias of the big man is gone because Jokic is going to win the MVP, but it's still not gone with Gobera and the center. But I honestly, I don't think you'll find a better defender like night in and night out when he's on the floor and he's not suffering from a stomach bug. Right.
1: Yeah. I get it.
3: But he probably is, which is crazy because Harry's right. Like, dude, you don't need to constantly tell us because you're hurting our case with us. Like he's hurting his case with his own fans. That's, that's like going to the
6: time. That's like going to the club, and you got your own jersey on. Now is you this know what the I mean?
5: Boom boom room. It's <laughs> to the oh, boom boom room with boom, your own room.
6: With your jersey on? Somebody you know you're your, your, somebody you played with did
3: that. <laughs>
6: I'm trying to let, let me let me
3: guess let me <laughs> guess. Nobody on the Steelers because you no, got one. No. Like nobody in a winning Detroit. All right, maybe some they're not, back. They they're, they're retired. Time.
6: No, they're, they're retired now. No, it, it, it was oh, back. It was a starting, definitely retired running back. But it wasn't oh, yeah. at the club, though. It wasn't at the club. It wasn't at the club. It Ricky was at their child.
3: I was going to say Ricky <laughs> it was,
5: Waters.
6: It was at their child's. Uh, it was at their child's uh, uh, baseball game or soccer game or something like that. He wore Are his you own serious? jersey. Who did? Who? Ricky Waters did that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, Rick!
2: Get <laughs> out of here. <laughs>
6: Figured it out in five
4: seconds. That arena <laughs> should have just slapped him down and said, "You ain't wearing that."
6: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Didn't he, he had a hat like this. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like he doesn't want anybody to know who he yeah. is? Yeah. With yeah, glasses on. Yeah. But, yeah. but you yeah. have your own it. jersey on. Right. It's Didn't funny. Rodney
5: oh.
3: Pete wear those lids a lot, too? Yeah.
6: yeah, yeah, he did. That was He was the king of those. <laughs> yeah. He was the king
1: of
3: those. But how are you oh, going to wear man. your own jersey to your son's stuff? Like, isn't it about your
6: son at that point? It should it be. Ah, da, da. Come ah, da, da. on, Ricky. He went for who, for what with his own kid. It's not for who you know who is. You know what the who is. It's me. Unbelievable.
3: You think Oscar Robinson would be lobbying for the MVP? Come on, Jackie. <laughs> Jack! ran eight miles every game. Oh, my goodness. All right. We got to take a one here. It's the middle. Coming up, Kyle Newbeck is going to join us. Let's see. What do you think Kyle's going to say about Ben Simmons and this cloud of mystery that surrounds Ben? Because we need to investigate the diet. Right. Yes. We did this at length. Remember, last year was it last year or two years ago? Two years ago because of COVID. But we did this two years ago when Landry Shamit out for the Clippers basically outed Joel Embiid's menu on the road, which About is a Chick Fil A. <laughs>
4: yes.
2: Yeah. From Chick Fil A, all the milkshakes
4: and stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There was like four milkshakes, like six sandwiches.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, this do you insane. think Ben? Do you think thinks is like the, he's not dating uh, Jenner anymore? Right. You know what? I don't think so.
1: It might I don't be. care. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Right, right. Well, no,
3: but but hold on. <laughs> if he's out of that mode, then maybe this is him letting himself go a mm. little bit to get over the breakup. Clearly, ah. the breakup was him. He wanted to keep he she wanted to have this open relationship with every right. dude out there. Right. He was the one who wanted to get serious. I'm just saying, you know, you you have a bad breakup, a couple of cheeseburgers helps. <laughs>
6: Well, hey, after the oh, break, I, wa- right. I want to discuss uh, I want to talk about something that you know that does happen with that. Okay, All right. so
3: let's, let's do that coming up. It's the middlefillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio.
7: If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify.
1: D-A-T-L-E-S-S-E-O.
10: Jody Mass. The legendary sports talker joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network.
11: The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must uh, fulfill. um, incident that led them to us and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case but also throughout the client's life
12: are you looking for a place to track your action purchase picks and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community check out book it sports a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on. Welcome to the
13: Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap. Go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut
14: School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA-approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com.
5: Joey B says he goes to the Spearmint Rhino in Vegas with a Barrett Brooks jersey on.
8: <laughs> wow.
3: That's <laughs> awesome.
5: K State <laughs> jersey.
3: Ooh. That's amazing. Now, before we broke, you were saying something, Barrett, about yeah, And we also have to talk about your guy here. I know you didn't play for him, but you played for the team who just got a three year extension. But let's. But, what was the story about breakups, makeups to breakups?
6: No, no, no. It, it was more so about you know stomach problems, man. And you know it might not be his stomach. It might be nerves because because uh, um, I know a lot of even Brandon Brooks. He'll tell you he uh, he would he would have anxiety so bad. Mm-hmm. And you know he he voiced You know he he you know let it out to everybody so they understood what he was going through when he had to take that game off. That he was be so amped up with nerves and everything else that his stomach would be messed up. I mean, he couldn't right. even play. He'd mean, he be physically ill. And sometimes that happens to athletes. I keep telling people when you're a high class athlete like that, one of the best in the world, there is something loose in, in, in your makeup. There's a screw loose. There's something because you can obtain. The average person can't obtain what you can obtain because they can't get past that wall. The wall is there. It's keeping from getting there. Well, a lot of those athletes mentally can get past that wall because there's something loose in how they're made up and they're able to get past the wall. They're able to take it to another level. And sometimes that level is 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 a mental, you know, not necessarily a disability, but a mental status that they can push themselves beyond that. Mm-hmm. That might be the case. Hmm. Well, think about it. We
3: on that note, we talked a lot last year and then kind of as things return to somewhat normal, back to normal, depending on where you are. About how there, there are there are players out there in sports who would actually benefit from not having fans in the stands that would actually benefit from not having to deal with that added pressure to your point, Barrett, of everything else on top of it. And look, it doesn't matter where you play, in the sense of even if you're on the road and it's like, okay, there's that exhale of not having to deal with as many fans or as much pressure, et cetera, that, that comes to witness. It. The yeah. fan. Yep. yep, holds you accountable.
5: Yep, you hold yourself. We are all accountable witnesses, Jason.
4: <laughs> yeah, but well, even even though it's on television, it's the in person witness to witness you at the free throw line, and you're an NBA player, and you you look totally uncomfortable and scared to death, right? Mm-hmm. And th- that's what's hard for them. See, the thing is that I think about with Ben is I think about his teammates and going, okay, we're playing Steph. Oh, you got all of a sudden you got a stomach bug, dude. Yeah. Like seriously, now you're going to leave us out there to let this dude absolutely fry us? I thought you were the the DPOI, right? Like, come yeah. on, dude! I don't care about your stomach bug. Get out there, suck it up.
5: Well, when well, I was it a, Tobias's deal was hit? Was that a load management thing or was that an injury? No, I think he's still banged up with a knee, right? Okay, so there. Okay, yeah, well, I don't me, think he was load management. Hair?
3: No, well, I don't. I don't think he played in the Clipper game, right? No, no, I don't think. No, he did. he's been
4: out. Yeah, yeah okay. he's been nursing that injury, and they don't want to rush him back. But no, like, but as, as a teammates, like like, management. you go, okay, do we understand you don't feel great today? But th- this is a time to suck it up. The Jordan flu game. Now, maybe that was a hangover, but anyway, yeah. right?
6: Come on, you, you, is that true, right there? Ruin says statistically this is Ben's worst year. Is that is that correct? Statistically, in what offense. sense? Like, what are we talking about? Points scored, right?
3: I mean, you they can look up. at. You can look at, uh, yeah, but we, I mean, are we judging Ben on points scored?
6: Well, metrics, numbers don't lie.
3: Well, yeah. Okay. But I I mean, there are advanced metrics too, to it. Right. So my point of it is like, this is the baseball argument where it's not one or the other. It's not extreme. Like you can look at advanced metrics in baseball that don't go full nerding out. Right. That's still, you said numbers don't lie.
5: His his point total is is down a little bit, uh, assists are down slightly, and same with rebounds. I, I don't know how deep he wants to go, but those are down from his previous years. Yeah, well, I mean he well, has more career. options
3: too, right? Well, and, that's and, yes. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want him scoring 17, 18 a game. I wouldn't mind. Well, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it. I, wouldn't, be I, I would be easy. But here's the thing, though. I'd rather Tobias Harris score 4 or 6 points more per game. I'd rather Seth Curry score 4 or 6 because that's easier to get to with Ben facilitating, it's easier to get to. This is a leap. You guys are talking about a chasm to get from 15 to I'm not doing it today,
6: Aton. Get- I'm not yeah. doing I'm not going down that wormhole with you, man. I know. I it know is easy. To, it is easy as hell for Ben Simmons to score 17 points a game. Easy. Be, but Apparently Apparently he just not. just chooses not to do it. Apparently it's not. Well, you know, perfect example. I don't know if I told you guys a story or not, but there's this disease that it was back in back in the like like the 90s. It was a disease, man. I mean, some guys caught it, some guys didn't. It was usually the start of left tackle that would, would get it. It's called Reggie Itis.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: And every time we had to play Reggie. Oh, I ate some bad yeah. fish, or I—I—I I, I, I got. Well, yeah, Eitan now. had
5: an experience with that every Thursday. The meat locker flew for a while. He was, <laughs> I mean, every Thursday, every Thursday morning, it was just you know, it was well, like well, he had a guard. Like he steps. was some kind of vegan. It
4: well,
6: happened to the- me. I was I was a, I was, a pro, I was, I was a product of that one time. I, I wasn't starting. I was backing up at the time. But well, what did you do, Barrett? When you and had Reggie did you sit? No, I didn't have regiitis. The starter had regiitis. So I get a call at 5 30 in the morning from mm-hmm. Ray Bob. He like don't, don't, don't put the panties on today. He don't put them on today. I'm like, Ray, what are you talking about? You gotta put the big boy pants on the big boy pants. You know that that, that Cooper called Reggie Itis. You yeah. call Reggie Itis. I'm like, first of all, he's dipping at 5 30 <laughs> yeah. in the morning. That's number one. Well, yeah. number who two, doesn't do that? Who, who does? <laughs> <Right. laughs> number two, he's telling me that I'm starting against Reggie. I'm cool with that. I'm good with that. I want to go out there and fight. I want the reps. I'm ready to go out there and ball. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go out there and fight. But that's what happened. It's it's actually legitimately it was a a a a a a sense that all right, you're going against Reggie White, and that yeah. would have a lot of guys screwed up in their head.
3: But I I get that. And look, to be fair to Harry and Jason, who were both there when I had the meat locker itis <laughs> I, I was doing it not to get out of the show. I was doing it to do my six-minute TV hit. That's
4: right. right. That's, that's, that's no, like I taking off four hours for a six-minute hit. That's,
3: that's right. And look, it paid off. It took a little yeah. bit, but it paid yeah. off. Well, look, no. I got to call
4: uh, – if I'm going to be totally honest here, and I and I would say hockey players don't do it, Carter Hart tapped out on Saturday when the Flyers mm-hmm. were facing Ovechkin at 11 o'clock in the morning. Now, he was. he's nursing a lower body injury from the Pittsburgh game. But Alex Lyon had to go in with two hours' notice
6: to face Ovechkin, right? Wow, wow! And Moose, Moose was—he was at the training facility, wasn't he? He was doing you a said, hard practice said, yeah, that day because
4: yeah. he wasn't going to back up, and they had to call over and say, "Can you get him over here? Can he play?" And Holmgren, Paul Holmgren was like, "Dude, he just worked his rear end off, basically bag him, and and <laughs> now you want him to play a game against Washington? He's slated to play tomorrow, so they had to—they started
5: Alex Lyon and.
4: They and won a the game. You so. got chewed up No. No, I mean, they got
5: beat.
6: Oh, that's dream. No, yeah. they got they got
5: beat. Oh,
4: no. whoa. No. Okay.
6: okay.
5: And then they got shut out the next day.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay.
4: But uh, and Ovechkin went off, right? I mean, he had two power yeah. play goals from the spot as predictable as they come. Right. And, you know, that would be like Ovechkinitis as a, for a goalie, right? Right.
1: Yep.
3: Right. Yep. Kyle Newbeck's going to join us coming up. We'll talk about Steph Itus. That might have <laughs> happened last night. We'll see. It's the middle.
10: Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about Every second of every minute, of every hour, of every day birds 365 was created for you jody mack the legendary sports talker joins forces with nfl insider john mcmullen birds 365 start your morning with johnny mack and jody mack across the jacob media network watch it live on youtube
4: He's gonna end up surpassing oh, Bill man. Barber as well.
3: This is a, this is a dog story written all over it, right? You see Patrick Marlowe. No, yeah, he passed Gordy Howe's all time games played. Okay, 1788.
5: 1700.
3: 1, yeah, amazing, right? Hey, Gordy Howe? now would that would take it down, Gordy Howe? That guy was walking up two flights of stairs every day. Oh my God. <laughs> Patrick Marlowe. He probably mispronounced his name too. Uh-oh. Marlin? <laughs> right? Patrick Marlowe? More now? The doctor?
4: He's a big Saskatchewan guy. Oh,
14: God.
3: Hey, with no Gordie Owl.
14: He's, See what you like, started, a crazy Harry. He's
4: yeah. sad about Patrick Marlowe. How about how Thir- to- <laughs> 37% of the players that have played in the That's NHL in the 104 y- history of the game have played in a game or with or against
3: Patrick Marlowe. 37%. That's, that's ignorant. That's ridiculous. He, now how many more with, with um, not Ovechkin, my goodness, Um Jager.
4: Uh Well, Yager had <laughs> Bless you. about Jesus. 1500, I think games in the NHL, but he played over in Europe a lot too, went over and played in different leagues in the, and then came back to the NHL. But he wouldn't have had the same amount.
3: I, I wonder, think. there are guys in the NHL right now who Marlowe was playing with that were not born, right? That were not born when Marlowe first played. Oh, big he's time, been yeah. for 23 years, right? there got to be guys that are 21, right? 22. There's six Flyers that, that weren't born when he started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, he started
4: in 97, he was the second overall pick jogger played game.
15: 1733
3: network. radio network
8: I tell you that is a buy, punctual Rocky, man right know, there in kyle newbeck video. i'm trying
15: my best man <laughs> yeah.
8: here's Aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays
3: jason Martinez is in the house with us it's a tuesday we'll hit fake news coming up in 40 minutes from now but kyle newbeck at kyle newbeck on twitter and pleased to have him back on with us Is we have a bunch of questions for you, Kyle. Kyle covered the <laughs> Sixers, the NBA for Philly Voice. The podcast is at Newslant Pod. And always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you, first and foremost, for joining us. And we hope all is well with you, man.
15: Uh, you know, just uh, raising a, a new puppy. So that's taken up a lot of my free time outside Whoa. of the sports stuff. But uh, other than that, things have been smooth sailing lately, as much Fair as enough. they can be. I saw that puppy yesterday. It's a good looking dog. He's a he's unfortunately a little too good looking. It makes him tough to walk. Everybody's always trying to oh, can I pet your puppy? Well, what then, kind of thing? He's a English bulldog and yeah, he's still I pretty know. little. He's only like twenty, twenty five pounds. So, you know, when he's when they're that age and that size, it's Everybody wants to come up and, and feel like their best friends with yeah, it.
6: Yeah, until he, he's uh,
15: a year and a half, and his paw is bigger than your head. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That used I to be
5: Ton's moves when he had two Weimar honors. He'd he'd walk him around to to have everybody come up and all the women come
3: up. That's a, so. Germantown Ave will never
1: yeah. be the same. All right, <laughs> it was a Tinder
3: magnet.
4: That's exactly it. So Kyle, he bring him to a remote, hair. Huh? <laughs> he did. He
3: did an appearance, Yes. Yeah, in Reading. In Reading. That's yes, right. that's right. Look, what I'm a sure, Show. Many, this is why Kyle never comes back with us. Because, uh, you know, no, don't say five that. five minutes. Well, no, here's the thing. Uh, before we were talking with you, uh, the previous segment, Barrett told a story about how every now and again uh, left tackles before a game would come up with this disease this sickness called regiitis, where you just kind of knew who you were going and barrett was a benefactor of
15: it because a guy in front of him had regiitis. did ben have stephitis last night i'm not going to say that like i i will say doc rivers explanation or his understanding of the illness after the game was a little uh little suspect he tried to say oh i don't really know i don't ask many questions about what's actually wrong with ben now maybe there's some truth to that maybe there isn't but you know i i'm not going to accuse ben of ducking anybody i think he has taken defense very seriously this year but it was a little convenient for him to miss a game against a guy who's on you know this is like an all-time run for a guy who's been on some all-time runs before Right, well, and it,
5: always, it always seems to be the stomach bug th- situation where I was wondering, is there a diet issue that we need to investigate? <laughs> uh, like we did, we found out through a former teammate after he was traded a few years ago about Joel Embiid's obsession with Chick-fil-A
15: and, and milkshakes. Well, I, this team has led the league in what they call was it gastroenteritis. They always say what it is. I I don't know when we decided to go from, Hey, this guy's got the flu or flu like symptoms to this very specific and much grosser sounding uh, (laughs) diagnosis, but they've been, they've been heavy on that over the years. Is that an advanced metric that I can find?
6: I I guess.
15: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me ask you this, Kyle. I, I,
6: I don't see it a lot in the league, but this team has all the guys that want to say, look at me. I'm the MVP. I want to be defensive player of the year. I, 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 I. Well, instead of letting people tell them who they are, you know, what what, what what's up with that? You know, have you seen this from a lot of the places? I yeah, never so- heard Jordan say that. I never hear... You know, don't go full Russo on them <laughs>
15: <laughs> So I've, I've seen second. some I've seen some people talk about this lately. I would say some of this is a product of and I include myself in this of like local media coverage. It's sort of the same way. Like you guys probably saw Zion recently, the comments he made about playing in New York and it's the Mecca and all that. And I think at some point it's just a self-created thing where all the New York reporters, when big big players are coming to play at the Garden. or are like, well, what do you think of Madison Square Garden? And what do you think of that? A lot of the questions lately about – or, like, to Joel Embiid, to Ben Simmons have been, hey, do you think you should be defensive player of the year? What did you do on defense tonight? Or in Joel's case, like, what do you think of being in the MVP race with Nikola Jokic and this battle of the bigs and so on and so forth? So, like, I get it to that extent. There is – some calculated political moves being made on their end, like they know the longer that they can remain in the headlines and talking about this, that's going to weigh on, you know, because voters are a lot of these people are national or local voters that only see these guys a few times a year. So the more that they're thinking about them, even if they're not watching them all the time, I'm sure that plays a factor at the end of the year. I don't have a vote personally, so I can't tip the scales in one way
4: or the other. Oh, so you're not getting text messages from Ben and Joel saying, (laughs) I'm the MVP. (laughs) I I hate when guys self-proclaim themselves. But Kyle, let me ask you this, because the Sixers have a one-game lead right now in the East over Brooklyn. We know that that, that Brooklyn's going to be really difficult when they're at full strength in the playoffs. Uh, But the Sixers, they really need the home court advantage kind of coming down the stretch here. You know, when you look at that matchup, and, and it's tough to kind of, really kind of break it down because we haven't seen Brooklyn very often with their full Monty of players, but that matchup, how much of a problem will it be if it does come to fruition with the, the full strength on full strength?
15: I mean, it's a huge problem, but I don't think that's necessarily unique to the Sixers that this is the first time I can remember a team having three legitimately unguardable perimeter players. And, you know, I think the Sixers probably have the best or one of the best perimeter defenders in the league and Ben Simmons that you stick him I think they're probably going to have him guard James Harden because Harden's been the initiator he's the guy who gets their offense going you know that cuts that off and then you say okay who who guards Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving I think Kyrie Irving is probably a bigger problem and because you know I don't think Tobias Harris is a a, a great defender. He's certainly been better this year, but he at least, if Kevin Durant takes him down to the post, he'll stand there and he'll use his strength and he'll make him shoot and probably make a bunch of tough mid-range shots. Kyrie Irving, the, he was the only guy on the floor they had to worry about the last time they played and he still dropped what, like I think it was 37, 39 points, something like that. And with quicker, shiftier guards, they generally have had a lot more problems. Now, maybe Matisse Thybul has a better... Uh, a better night against them the next time they play, maybe they mix and match matchups just so these guys are seeing something different. I think it's it's really going to come down to how much can, how badly can Joel on the other end of the floor win that matchup? And can you at least slow down two of those guys? Cause there's, I don't see any chance they can slow down all three of them on the same night. And it's just going to be a matter of who are you willing to fall on the sword for, I guess. Yeah. Kyle, I'm just curious, and we're
3: chatting with Kyle Newbeck again, at Kyle Newbeck on Twitter, Philly Voice, New Slant Pod as well. We talk a lot about the expected matchup, especially if the Sixers get that home court against Brooklyn and Philly, Philly, Brooklyn, Philly, Brooklyn. But I, I still just don't want to dismiss the other team in this new three that we have in the East. Definitely confident that a healthy Sixers team could get by a healthy Bucks team, but uh, there's still that Giannis factor. And especially if the Sixers don't, for some reason, get that home court number one
15: seed, how problematic is it to go through Milwaukee and then having to go through Brooklyn? Uh, Milwaukee is really good. And I think some people, and I would include myself in this, have basically boiled down the East race down to, well, they got to beat out Brooklyn for the number one seed. I know Milwaukee is, I believe they're back four games right now. But they have two head-to-head meetings this week. And right before that, on the front end of a back-to-back, the Sixers have to play Phoenix, who I believe they're now up to like 41 wins on the year. They're they're Mm -hmm. right in the hunt for the number one seed in the West. So this week, it could potentially flip that race. Like Milwaukee could be right on their heels after this week, depending on how those games shake out. And, you know, I do take the Bucs very seriously. They have, with the addition of Drew Holiday, they now have several – high-level two-way players between Giannis and Chris Middleton and and Holiday. And I actually think Milwaukee probably matches up better with Brooklyn than the Sixers just because they have have options for those guys to defend them one-on-one, and they don't necessarily have to compromise their defense or send doubles to be able to hold up against the – the Irving Durant Harden trio. But yeah, I think, again, it ultimately comes down to it. if Joel Embiid's MVP type run this year is for real, he's got to be the guy that puts them over the top against those teams. And I think Tobias Harris has also shown he's now sort of a, a credible, capable number two scorer. He's the answer to, I know you guys have, we've all seen in the years past when they played teams like the Celtics, they just force switches over and over again until they could attack the weakest defender on the floor. That's something that Tobias has really come into his own doing this year for the Sixers. They really haven't had a guy like that in the past. So, you know, I would be hopeful if I'm a Sixers fan that he can be that, you know, the Robin to Joel's Batman and any, any type of series like that. Hey Kyle, how do you see
5: George Hill's role developing here over the final couple of weeks of the regular season and on into the playoffs?
15: So I I think, at least my understanding when they brought him in, is they want him to be sort of a, a stabilizer for that second unit. I do think he's going to compete potentially... For crunch time minutes because as you saw last night first game back in several months doc rivers still nonetheless said hey we want you guarding steph curry down the stretch and he's a guy that they trust on both ends of the floor that's something that doc rivers and daryl morey have both said a lot since they acquired him or even before they we knew who they were acquiring was They want to find guys who they don't have to play offense, defense and sub guys in and out down the stretch. They want to be able to build a rhythm, build that chemistry. And I think George Hill is going to be given every chance to if he's not the true sixth man. I know that Doc Rivers is still a big fan of Shake Milton. I think he's going to be competing hard for that. And I think ultimately the vet probably wins out because he's just a more steady, trustworthy figure when you end up in the, you know, second round conference finals, potentially finals. This year. A lot of playoff experience on his yeah. belt. Yeah. No, it's amazing. That's exactly
6: what they need, man, at this point, man. But um, do you think that's why last night, I mean, Thiebel and those guys had a lot more reps, a lot more run, because it's looking to the young guys to kind of throw waves at the Kyrie Irvins and guys like that, because, I mean, they're looking like, you know, even Maxie looking like he can go out there and at least from a defensive standpoint, try to uh, slow those guys down a little bit.
15: Yeah, and I really like what Maxi showed last night. I think, to me, the backup guard rotation has to be sort of situational. Like, there are nights, including last night, where Maxi's speed and his pace getting to the rim are going to be a lot more valuable than, you know, Shake Milton's a little more methodical. He's more about floor spacing, things like that. I think they're going to have to mix and match more. Now, that's not really Doc Rivers' MO. He likes to. he has his guys – his rotation, he likes to stick to it for better or for worse. It's worked a lot this season. If they're in a matchup where they go seven games with a Brooklyn or a Milwaukee, that might get tested a little bit. And you know, I know we've talked a lot about adjustments or lack thereof under the the Brett Brown regime. I know that was a big sticking point. We'll see how uh, how Doc chooses to operate in those situations, but. Yeah, I think, you know, ultimately in the playoffs, you want to be throwing as many different looks at teams as possible. You know, on the defensive end, that's also going to be, you know, you play some 2-3 zone with Thibel and Simmons at the top of that. And just to show teams like, hey, we have this in our bag. It's something that you're going to have to think about on a scouting report coming into a game. And having Ben Simmons where they can put him all over the floor and show teams different looks, I think, is a big advantage heading into the playoffs. Jason, hey, hold, Kyle. On, I,
3: hold on. Okay. We got to take a break. We'll be live in the stream here. You have won. I want to end on that note about Ben Simmons because you can really help in this conversation that turns heated into arguments. So I'm, I'm going to <laughs> assume that you might be able to help me a little bit. That's why it's all self serving. Oh, Kyle Newbeck is with us. It's the middle Philly slash the middle and sports map radio. Go ahead, Jay. Uh,
4: Kyle, let me ask you this because. Um, all the way back since February 17th, the Sixers have lost back-to-back games in one time. And they they were without Embiid for a long stretch there. And I, I want to talk about Doc Rivers because what has been the effect of Doc Rivers? You just mentioned Brett Brown, We you know, the substitutions, and there was a lack of accountability. But what's been the biggest difference with, uh, you know, Doc Rivers being the, the coach of this team and this staff that's affected this team this way? Because they're in a dogfight right now, right, for that top spot. Yeah. And they're not losing back to back games. They're without guys and they're they're still churning out wins despite right. that. They're more talented. But what's been the biggest difference
15: in in you know the the presence of Doc Rivers and unlocking this team? So, I'd say it's a few things. Like you mentioned, accountability. And I think there's no doubt that he just has a bit of a firmer voice than Brett Brown. Now, I don't think he's like a Bobby Knight throwing chairs type coach. He's never been that guy and he's never going to be that guy. But he is more willing to, you know, crack the whip, so to speak. And like if if he sees things that he doesn't like, he's going to go out there and he'll call a timeout and he'll reprimand guys in the huddle. That's just. That's just how it goes for him Um, on the other side of the, like the tactical side of the game. I think what doc has done with Dan Burke on defense is instead of you guys saw it a lot over the years where Joel Embiid is just dropping almost to the rim on a lot of possessions and pick and rolls. And we're not seeing that this year. He's playing. Unfortunately, we saw it a little too much against Steph Curry on Monday night. And that was a big issue for them. But Joel Embiid's playing higher against pick and roll. So guys are no longer just walking into open jumpers. And, you know, we saw not just the Steph Curry's of the league, but, you know, a lot of like middling players on bad teams would walk into open jumper after open jumper to open jumper, even if they're not that good. And even if they're mid range shots that they, you know, they quote unquote wanted them to take those guys were able to get going early. And then that becomes a snowball running downhill and guys were able to get, you know, 30 point games, 40 point games that probably had no business putting up that many points. So, you know, it's a combination of the type of leader doc is it's a combination of, you know, just the stylistic changes they made. And, you know, a lot of it is on the players too. I think Joel has said many times that becoming a father has, you know, changed his perspective on things. He wants to make his son, proud with the way the product that he puts on the floor he's had a better diet i think ben simmons is building on defensive progress that he's had you know last year he really came into his own this year he's really solidifying himself as one of the best defenders in the league so it's some on the coach some on the players and then certainly the roster makes a lot more sense too
3: awesome kyle we're going to be back and then uh, i just have one question for you uh on your way out and it's centers around ben simmons and it's constantly a conversation that we have that everybody has. And it's not just the idiots on the radio. It's it's everybody from fans to the Twitterverse and beyond. And it seems like, as you know,
8: to the middle on the Map radio network
9: presented by Rocket Mortgage
3: live
8: from Neo Riley Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May.
3: Final couple of minutes this hour. Kyle Newbeck's still hanging with us, so let me be short and sweet. Take the time. We've got about uh, two and a half minutes, so it'll be all yours on the response. If you need it. If you don't, then that's fine. But Fair enough. Try to put into context for the diehard X and O advanced metric person to the person who just watches one game a month who Ben Simmons is right now, where he's grown and really where expectations are going to fall short. And it now becomes on the fan versus expecting something that will never happen. Just try and put into context as much as you can where Ben Simmons is, because he's constantly a source of frustration, no matter what he's the quarterback,
15: if you will, of the Sixers. Right. And I think I've tried to stress this a lot recently. I think it's probably on us and on fans more than anyone that if we have outsized expectations for him on offense at this point, I think you're hoping for something that, you know, we don't have any evidence that Ben is going to become this LeBron type player that maybe he was compared to early in his career. Like he's not a scorer. He's not a guy who looks to score first, second, or even third on a lot of nights. If it's there, he takes it. He's, you know, a lot of people compared him to Rondo early in his career. You certainly see that show up more over time. I think where he's going to have to create value and where Doc Rivers has come in. And this is where I think Doc Rivers has been similar to Brett Brown. He said to him, look, I'm not trying to change who you are or make you a player that you're not going to be. I want to get the best version of the Ben Simmons that you are, not the Ben Simmons that people want you to be. And so that has meant, you know, he is taking the top defensive assignment mostly in the second halves of game so that it's not he's not getting in foul trouble early, but he's taking the top perimeter assignment taking that challenge. And that's that's his number one job on a lot of nights on defense. And then the offensive side, he's got to set the table for these guys because they do have a lot of people in the lineup that they're not able to create their own shots. You saw it last night when, you know, Joel Embiid had a great passing game, great creative game for him, but he's not able to drive and collapse a defense the way Ben is. So that's, that's his number one responsibility on offense. And, you know, the points are going to come – in transition and on some duck-ins and things like that. But he kind of just is who he is. And if you can accept him being a, you know, a, a secondary, even like a, a third guy as a scorer and your top perimeter defender who's gonna give you a chance to stop anybody, then I'm sure you'd be quite happy with him. As a guy who was the number one pick and he was this touted as like a quote unquote generational player, comparing him to guys like a Giannis, like a LeBron, like he hasn't cut the mustard in that way. But that doesn't mean he's not a valuable basketball player, and it doesn't mean that they can't win with him as one of the top pieces on this team. All uh, right, so Kyle, so uh-huh. you, he's not worthy. Then hold on, he's we got worthy that
6: first pick. We got a break.
3: Zayton <laughs> took up all the time with his
4: question.
6: Right.
3: <laughs> hey, don't blame me. Now, Kyle, you're more than welcome to to hang and answer Barrett's point, uh, or you can conveniently skip out by ending on a high note, making my point.
15: Well, if you if you have more questions, I can stick around for a few more minutes after. Uh... Did
3: you? Uh, yeah, Barrett, go ahead. I, I follow up, because I know Barrett is the one who is going to disagree the most. But real quick, not to get your thoughts on it, after Barrett, did you hear this, by the way? That's what he would do. He'd freaking play.
7: How about the How about
6: We got to get back to that before you get out of here. Go ahead, Barrett. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, man. I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Expectations are our expectations, not necessarily his expectations. But did we overvalue him as the number one pick in that lottery? Did we go through everything we went through and 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 doing all those losing years for a guy that's just not going to be the total package? He's just going to be a defensive package and nothing else. To me, that's okay. A facilitator also. Is that worthy of of them, you know, giving him uh, a max deal and also making him the first pick? I mean, to me, I see more bang for the buck that we're just not getting. So
15: I I think if you compare him to like a lot of people, there was a pretty sizable contingent of people who thought at the time that Brandon Ingram is a better fit and maybe they should have taken him. And, you know, I don't think that was ever really consideration on the Sixers end. But you you look at Brandon Ingram that he hasn't won anything in his career yet. Like as much as, you know, some of it has been playing with a guy like Joel Embiid, but since that guy has been in the league, they've they've won consistently whenever he's on the floor. And as much as we talk about, well they're not the ideal fit together, like those two have found ways to win. Some of that is because of the defensive impact, some of that's because he's a great transition player and a guy who, you know, makes some players look better than they actually are, gets them shots that Otherwise, they're not going to be able to create on their own. But I do get the frustration because, look, the guy coming out of high school and then he has a documentary about himself on Showtime for the year in college where he barely tried on defense for the entire year and didn't make the NCAA tournament. So there's always been this, like, push and pull with Ben where the expectations are sky high and then we pull him back down and people say, well, appreciate him for who he is. I I think it's going to be – that's going to be the story of his career. There's going to be a – A contingent of diehards who are just—they're happy with whatever he gives—and there are people maybe more like you, Barrett, that say, you know, I want more. I expect more. This guy was a number one pick. He was compared to, you know, the guy got compared to LeBron James and Magic Johnson coming out. I think Brett Brown, the the freaking coach of the team when he was drafted, is like used those names to think about guys Mm -hmm. that you could compare him to. So whenever those names come into the picture, I can totally understand why the expectations are what they are. Yeah, I mean, w- he says it w- a lot w- better re- than you, Aton. Yeah, he <laughs> just sort of piss
6: me off. He says it a lot better.
3: Well, that, that's that's why that's why I defer to Kyle
15: because he has the ability, he has tact. I, I don't claim to have tact. I'm I sort of have to. Way. If I didn't have tact, I don't think I'd be a very useful reporter. I don't think many people want to talk to me. <laughs> but but react you know, is something Aton lacks.
4: That's fair.
3: <laughs> At least I'm self-aware enough to know I lack it. But are we redrafting that year? I mean, seriously, who would you honestly take now for? Four and a half years in Jamal Murray? Okay. Like I I would think about that. But really, Mm -hmm. even though Jalen Brown has turned into a star, I'm not I I don't know, Kyle, if I would redraft in Barrett's mind, Ben Simmons wouldn't even go in the first round.
1: (laughs) Well, and like
15: look at Jalen Brown. Come on. Jalen Brown has been great and has developed about you know, as much as could possibly be expected. And that Celtics team is a mess, despite the fact that they have a developing Jalen Brown, despite the fact that, you know, Jason Tatum has been on a hell of a run despite having COVID. And, you know, he's taken a, I don't know if you guys heard this the other day, he's actually using an inhaler before games because the after effects for him have been uh, so bad after getting his diagnosis. So like, you know, even in spite of the fact that those two guys have been so good that Boston team, it's still kind of a mess this year. Like they're mired in the middle of the Eastern conference. So I don't like to excuse every, like it's, I hate when people do this with quarterbacks too, where it's like, well, that guy just wins. That's not ultimately how we have to judge it. It's like, is he driving winning? Is that guy, the reason that they're winning in a lot of cases with Ben Simmons? Yes. So maybe that's why I'm willing to give him a little bit more rope than some other people, but I also get accused of having a bias against them, so I I can't win no matter you what can't I can't win. No, nope.
3: fair enough. Nope. All right, brother. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, Appreciate no problem, it, guys. having you on. on. You got it. All right, buddy. We'll see you. That's Kyle Newbeck.
4: Does Man. a good job. You yeah, he does.
3: Two minutes. No, less than that. So, yeah.
1: That you, have a qu- you have a
3: two-minute-long question you want to ask? No, but I just watched Dustin <laughs> Johnson fly the ninth hole three twelve out. <laughs> what are you talking about? Par four, three twelve. What tournament? He flew, he flew the green. What what are you watching? Um uh, watching, I guess, an old clip.
5: It's gotta be. Because <laughs> he's not playing this week. No, and are, he's not.
3: That, but it, and it wouldn't be last week. He was there in New Orleans. Yeah, he played, played last movie. week. No. PGA Live. Well, he played last week. He did play last week. Yeah. Oh, maybe this was last week then. Where did he finish? Do you know? Yeah, he was back of the pack. He made Money? the cut.
5: He had a good Sunday. I think he, he finished higher than he probably should have, but he was nowhere near contention. Boy, if I could hit a drive. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts.
0: 312
6: if i can hit straight i can hit 312. i just can't hit straight 312.
3: oh nolan patrick's in a play thursday night huh
9: with jacob media caught
3: one in the year
5: for who lehigh valley
1: <laughs>
4: oh, <hair. laughs>
8: the middle starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network
9: presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit,
6: he's our Moniac live from Neo
8: Brightly. How about that guy? Here's Anton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
3: Yeah, we uh, open up our second hour. Looks like John McMullen's gonna join us, and we have fake news. You mentioned Mickey Moniac. You know, the Philadelphia Phillies went from an historically bad bullpen last year. It got to the point where we created a hashtag on this network and beyond fade the Phillies where you could make money. Every time the Phillies went up, you just bet heavy on the other team run line. Now they just went through an historic stretch of bad play from center fielders. It's insane. That for back to back years, this team could have historic stretches of inadequacy.
5: Well, John Clark tweeted uh, today that their batting average from that position is 0-61. That translates to three for forty nine, and they're the only team without an RBI from that position. And Scott wow. Kingery, who remember was sent down to uh, you know the alternate site, yeah. is one for twenty six at the plate with twelve strikeouts. All we this. just signed him to that deal a couple of years ago. Good job, boys.
1: Oh.
5: <laughs> Unreal. Oh, I mean, these guys, ru- they're, they're developmental staff. its It should not be developmental. They ruin players. Yeah, yeah. they do. I mean, seriously.
4: Can we get an Eagles chant?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That was the big uh, thing last night, right? Yeah.
3: The Eagles chant at
5: Phillies games.
3: Did, did that carry the morning shows in our city? Oh. Probably. Did you oh. give a chant last night? <laughs> I think we should do Eagle Chance everywhere. Oh, booing Gabe Cap. Ka- I'm sure booing Gabe Kapler. Oh, That was
6: yesterday. Yeah, they oh, booed yeah. him. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It had to have, right? I mean, oh, yeah. God, you can't have Gabe Kapler come back and not boo him or talk about booing him.
5: There, there was a shot of oh, uh, uh, looked like a father son in the stands last night, and they're both chowing down on these gigantic pieces of Lorenzo's pizza at the Sixers game. I think it was at the Sixers game. Did you see that?
1: I I mean, is it on Twitter? Uh,
5: Yeah, it's all over. It was all over Twitter. It was
1: was great. Enormous. Like
5: I was flipping around to, to both the games and I caught that. I'm like, this, that just, maybe it was the Phillies game now that I think about it. No, I, don't Lorenzo, know. I don't know. No, Lorenzo's is at the at the Wells Fargo. I know I it's at the yet. Wells Fargo.
4: It's not yeah. at the Citizens Bank I Park. I
3: don't think it I, is, no.
5: I haven't been to Citizens Bank Park in a while. Oh,
3: yeah. All right, we're back. <laughs> oh, man, that's too much.
7: If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify.
1: C-A-T-L-E-N-E-O.
10: Jody Mad. The legendary sports talker joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network.
11: The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life.
12: Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on.
13: Welcome to the Wildwoods, hey. the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Hey. Catch a wave, take a nap. Go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut
14: School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA-approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com.
5: Evidently, there was a fire Howie chant at the Phillies
8: game. Good. Really? Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
3: All right. The thing that came out, I can't find this at all, by the way. I, all I see is people tweeting about how overpriced the pizza is at the Phillies stadium, Citizens Bank Park. But I, I really i am trying to find this video so we can put it up on the stream, but. Maybe if anybody out there has it, maybe it was on Instagram. But you I think saw it was it. on Instagram? It might have been.
5: I'll check. Yeah, I don't know, man. This but thing- apparently, there was a fire Howie chant going through the stadium last night in the fourth inning.
3: Is that right? <laughs> yes. After
5: doing Eagle chants for a half hour, yeah.
3: Brandon League out and BLG has it at <laughs> bleeding green. So what? Like what? What's the what is that? And I'm not asking to rip, this is not a setup or anything like that. But does that happen anywhere else? Is is that going on in Detroit? Is that going on in Miami? Is that going on anywhere else? No. Like it's amazing though, right? It, Probably it, not. It, no, but in some cases it's it's fascinating that fans will use whatever opportunity they have to go to whatever game and blast the Eagles. I'd rather see
4: the wave than people doing the Eagle chant or doing the Macarena
5: at a Phillies game. It's stupid. Isn't it the Macarena? Or is (laughs) it (laughs) the Macarena? Like I know it's macaroni. It's not macaroni. But is it the Macarena or the Macarena? Macarena. Mm
4: -hmm. Macarena. I thought it's Macarena. I don't know. Eitan, get it up. We can do the Macarena on the show. No, we can't. Or the Macarena. YouTube will not like it.
3: Nope, nope, nope.
4: Good. All right, Aton, well, I'm sending. I, I think it's card. ridiculous that they do that. By the way,
5: oh, you found it, Harry? Well, I found it on uh, on Instagram on the Fox the Gambler deal. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Whoa. I just sent it to you. It's it's they labeled it "Guys' Night Out" at the Sixers
3: game. It's pretty fun. This kid, you can't even see his face. The piece of pizza is so big. Okay, I'm gonna get it to me, <laughs> and we can put this up. W- what? Seriously, that that's ridiculous. Nobody wants that big of a slice. Yeah right. It,
4: that's not true. I don't know. Yeah, right. to
3: go to the one on South Street, all Especially banged
4: up. When I lived in the city, and street get one right. all the time. It's yeah, all I, the pizza, by the way, like it's wow. terrible. It, well, it's so big they have to fold the tip back over it on the plate. Right. Yeah, you, can't, you can't
5: you can't just eat, two eat two it New York style. You got to It's like a double fold. Huh. Yeah.
1: But yeah. it's
6: the same price, though. So I mean, it's, it's probably the most cost effective uh, something you can eat there, man. Because everything else is just like. Yeah, it's so crazy on how much it costs to eat, man. Right. You're
3: a chef. So if you're selling stuff for cheap and you're not marking it up for ingredients and labor and all the other things, that <laughs> means you're getting it cheap. Mm-hmm. It's like the dollar slice you get. If you go to Manhattan right over the Holland or Lincoln Tunnel, you get this dollar like 99 cent slice. What do you think that is? You think that's real cheese, real tomato sauce? You think that's real crust? It's government cheese. Nothing Nothing is that cheap. Well, The I, margins I on the pizza thing. are
6: great no matter what. how good the ingredients are. Right, right. Just flour, water, a little cheese, and a little tomato sauce.
5: Yeah, but yeah. It, it's not real is my point, right? Right. Well, I need um, some pepperoni on
3: there, man. Yeah, good luck thinking that's real. All right, I'm going to pull this up You here. can fold it up. It's like a calzone. It is. You're yeah, right. It,
4: it is, is a telephone.
1: I
3: mean, that's exactly what it is. Are right, you ready? Here it is. Yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Look at that little guy. It is in his head. I told you. That's a memory that he will remember forever. Oh, I know. He will I remember that it. forever. And that, that was on the NBA
5: game. That was on the NBA app. So you know, it's yeah, Sixers. That's going to be. Uh, there forever. Dad, maybe maybe we Ben to had too many meeting. slices, and that's why he
4: couldn't
3: go. Hack, huh? you think so? It could I'm be. Telling you, there might be something to that. You, you park yourself out on Lorenzo's and South Street at two a.m. What do you think? You're going to wake up feeling great?
4: Yeah, we got a Lorenzo's in Westchester now. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that no. kid will remember that forever. Right there like on that. Gay Street, huh Yeah, a lot Wonder. of good restaurants on that street. Oh, absolutely. Well, Where's this Westchester? Westchester?
6: Yeah. Westchester,
4: the burgeoning borough of Westchester Barrett. We got to get you out here,
6: bro. I've been out there. I, I went to camp there one year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right.
4: Yeah. At Farrell stadium.
6: Yeah. yeah. That's and like, he, you couldn't breathe in that stadium, man. It was like it, it, in a, in a Valley, man. It was, it was horrible practice in there. Horrible. Then
5: he, then he could stop at Derek Gunn's house on the way back to right. Jersey. He <laughs> dip on down to Delaware and eat and get some, get some of his barbecue.
1: Food. Yeah.
6: He came
5: off a bad didn't <laughs> he? Oh, he was, he was ready to go yesterday. Yeah, that that dude's
4: tweets with up? his barbecue just oh. make you so hungry. Oh, I man. know it's incredible,
6: and oh. it's worth the it's it's worth the drive too. It's worth the drive drive all the way to Delaware to get it.
4: You should do a middle remote while D Gun is is cooking a brisket,
6: right? <laughs> <laughs> they tried to do it. All, look, they tried to do a, um, a show. Uh, NBC did there, and he was like, "You have to pay me more, so we wouldn't <laughs> do it." But he he wanted to do a show there. I was like, "I'm all with it. I am game." Just give you me the, be on give the me Food the- Network. Give me the time, you know I'm there. I am there. He has a name too. He has that. Uh, he has a, His name, um, copyrighted, man. So we just gun on. Oh yeah. One. I mean that's 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 a, one of the great names you Oh, that's up. phenomenal. Gun, yeah. on, gun one. on
4: one. That's the name it's of his, his podcast too, yeah. right? Yeah. That's yep. right. Yeah. Right. Yep. He's great.
6: That is true. Good dude, man. Good dude. Yeah, yeah I'm a lie. fan. Well, but um,
4: <laughs> when I got zipped, he sent me a real nice note. I appreciate. it. Oh yeah? yeah. Is that right?
6: Yeah. Did I send you? Any, no, I didn't see anything. You uh,
5: laughed.
6: Did, any, did, did any of your former uh,
5: hosts that you worked with send you any nice notes? Um, When I got
4: zipped? Yeah. I texted yeah. you. I
6: said, hey, man, that's effed up. I did text you. Yeah. It, yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I got a lot, you know, from Mike and obviously mm-hmm. Anthony mm-hmm. and, you know, the other people on the station. Yeah.
5: That's good. Yeah.
4: yeah. I was wondering how, you know. I got a nice one from Ron Hextall, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you hockey guys. Is this, guys is this, the, most, yeah.
6: somber, this is the most somber set we've ever had? I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
4: that was cool. So I was like, you know, Hexy was my guy growing up.
5: So when I got that, that was pretty cool. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah.
5: Did you send that to all your boys? Like, look, look what I just got?
3: No. no.
5: <laughs>
3: no. Yeah, what do you do with that?
5: Right? Like,
4: right. Hey, you know Hexy. No, but I appreciated it. No, oh, it's, it's oh look at we got we got don't somebody. look
6: at the stream a time don't look at the stream dog oh, stay man. away stay Spam. away
3: <laughs> get spammed oh i don't know that's coming from twitch so see, we have we have a that runs right mm-hmm. and see here's the thing rob s i i appreciate it right like this is awesome love you guys love the show it, it's not honestly so, so don't listen <laughs> that's like you don't have to listen to them you have three radio stations you have this show that streams 11 to 1 i i constantly get that where it's like people are are and i love rob for doing that we appreciate you being on our show now uh, this is more of a general statement where people are always like oh man i miss you I, I ran into somebody uh the other day when i got the vax on sunday about it where it's like talking to this guy john he was helping everybody out and doing all these things he's like oh man you know i miss you guys and it's not the same. And so I'm like, all right, well then listen to us, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> find us. Jason's here a couple of days, all that other things like that. That's all. It's not a rip. Like I'm not ripping. I'm just saying where it's like, if if you have this mentality of, oh man, I miss you guys. I miss, you. it's not the same. Right. Well, then We're still here. Yeah, exactly. Like don't right. stick with the same. If it's not for you, if it is for you, then great. I'm not telling you not to listen, Rob and others. I'm just saying you don't have to be in that mentality as well. It's like, oh man, guys. Yeah. No, no, there well, are we- alternatives.
1: Yeah,
6: absolutely. We absolutely. we are not an alternative. We are the show. Hey. We are the show to watch. That's, that's you should so change the is.
4: name from the middle to the cast offs. Well yeah.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> You know hey. yeah. Now
6: all right, I don't want to get into that. We have, yeah, we have, yes, we need we need to we need to acknowledge what today is 420. Yeah. Let's acknowledge it time acknowledged trouble. it
5: at 7.30 this morning. <laughs> yeah. So, some were thinking that he was a day
3: early yesterday, and that's why no. he wasn't on the program. I tried everything yesterday. It, it did not work. I tried everything from inhaling to eating to extract. I have this cream that basically mm-hmm. is like THC infused that you can get at the, like, basically, you know, low. Sometimes you look right. too honest, bro. I'm telling you. Well, look, I tried everything yesterday. I, I couldn't get out of bed. It was. So it didn't work. None of that stuff worked. And it's like my go to medicine. (laughs) So I'm stuck. No, it uh, today. Here's the thing about today, right? It's become such a mainstream thing where it's like, I don't
6: even I don't even talk about 420. Everybody. Yeah.
3: That's the thing. Like we, it used to be a thing, right? Like two years ago or so when we were all still at the other spot and they kind of moving out, it was still, but it's become such like this mainstream thing. I just assume everybody does it in some way or some fashion, or they're doing something similar if it's not that. And it's kind of like, I I don't know. It's not like a unique or it's not like a small, now it's like, oh, it's every, and that's great. Like uh, it should be legalized across the country federally. I'm just saying it's just, it seems like it's become so watered down.
6: That's all. Yeah, that's all. So why I don't understand why they drug testing now if, if it's legal, drug testing. Yeah, I mean at jobs, you still get drug tested. And you can get well, poverty. it's not
3: legal. It's not legal everywhere. Right. It's only legal in the places in that days. it is legal. Well, I right hear in Jersey is legal. Right?
6: Pennsylvania's legal. So why why not be why why drug test for it then?
3: Well, I guess it depends on the job too, right? Yeah, certain like things. Drug
6: testing for alcohol. Right.
3: Right, so it's still legal, but it's like you shouldn't be operating heavy machinery. Mm-hmm. Now you can make the argument that you can operate heavy. Ma- I I would make yeah. the argument that I could operate heavy machinery. Jack, no, you can't. But not drunk.
5: No, you can't. Nobody wants you driving a Septa bus under the influence. Back
3: a show, all right? You're getting me all loaded <laughs> up.
1: Yeah, will put you on a SEPTA bus. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Just have me drive the SEPTA bus around the city doing a show on the
6: TV. On the microphone. On the walkie-talkie. Can you imagine yeah. him opening the door? Oh, you see Joey be sitting there like, right. nah, no. bro, I'm no, not he's, getting on this bus. I'm not done <laughs> making my point yet. I'm not <laughs> opening the door. That's it. I'm telling you. Play action real like. No, nah, I'll take the next one. I'll that get would? to the next one. Yeah.
3: Look, I, I don't blame you for not jumping on that bus. <laughs> <laughs> you
5: can get over the next stop and walk.
3: <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Oh, my goodness. Taking oh, calls man. in the back. All right, who's next? Raise your hand. Taunting
4: everybody. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right, the bus well, driver keeps coming on. You need to sit down on the back of the bus. No, he's up here. No, I'm bus. driving the bus. He's driving.
5: Oh my God. We I'm lost. not
3: getting on a bus, he's driving. That's fine. <laughs> there'll be plenty of there'll be plenty of shots of somebody doing that. Oh. Right. Like, uh, I think I'm gonna wait for the next one. Right. Oh my oh. <laughs> <laughs> All You right. pull up and open the door and you're like all right, I'll
4: wait for the next boss. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, this guy's uh, driving we'll again. Him I'll, it, I'll be it, late it, today. That's okay. right. right. Hey, it's right.
6: Oh. It'd be like a scene from Young Guns. Remember, you guys watched Young Guns before? When they took the no. peyote. they uh, up in the mountains. I think that's Young Guns too, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Young Guns too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh,
5: uh. I tell you, one of the jobs that I, I kind of thought about getting into at some point, besides picking up range balls in that little tractor at a, at a driving range, that's what you it's, want to do. <laughs> it's being like the shuttle bus guy yeah. for like the airport parking. I'd love to do that. It seems like such an easy gig. Uh,
4: Harry, nah, it's funny
6: you said so that much yesterday. Start and
5: stopping,
4: Harry. Drive you, you nuts.
5: What do you mean? Yeah.
4: I, I just, beat, you got to stop and let people get on with their freaking
3: bags.
5: Yeah. okay. <laughs> you get a little tip. You say something nice. You lift up the bag. You put it in the thing. You get a nice $2, $3. Yo,
3: you also Jason, have an angry honorary people, though. If they're late for their flight. Yep. Yeah. Yeah they still man, out on you, man.
6: Yeah. I asked this guy, man, uh, in St. Louis. I'm driving uh, on um yesterday when I, well, day before yesterday when I flew back. I said, "Man, you've probably had some humdingers come through here." Right? He said, "Man, I've had everybody from, 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 from stars that you know that I idolized growing up to watching a couple in the back make out." Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, you know, I took the long route <laughs> when he did it. This dude, right? Man, this dude was hilarious, man. He had me laugh. It was only a five minute bus ride. It felt like I was on the bus for like two seconds, man, because I was laughing the entire time. Tell me, did sports he get a tip? Of course, nice. I gave him five bucks, oh, and man. he didn't take on my because, I mean, I didn't have I, I had all carry on stuff. Oh They're yeah, finished for you. Yeah. All right,
3: <laughs> got to take a quick one here. Fake news coming up next. You got a nice little piece of insight there Dang. about driving the bus from ha- from Barrett. So maybe that'll change Harry's mind. It's a lot happening here in the final thirty minutes. Fake news, then John McMullen. It's the middle Philly slash the Middle and Sports Map Radio.
7: If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and
13: Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation. And we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way.
14: Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com.
3: The Middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It's too out of control. Are you kidding me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon with crown royale. Vanilla (laughs) ice cream and apple pie? You might as well just kick somebody in the groin. The
9: Middle with Eitan Sander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern.
2: A tree
6: to. Whoops. Yes, I did. I went and got Chinese food. First thing I did when I got off the plane. Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
5: Wow, I hate to do it to him.
2: Hear what happened to Tom? He ate that.
5: Can yeah,
4: I help you with your big. Uh, <laughs>
5: <laughs> ruin, ruin points out on the stream that I, my trolley or would be empty because people wouldn't get on fast enough, and I have to keep the schedule.
1: <laughs> you, <laughs> you have got, got
8: to get on here faster. You are listening to the Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network,
9: presented by Rocket Mortgage, big.
8: live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry
3: Mays. All right, fake news. Jason Mertitus is in the house. Ron Culver has three stories. One of them is real, and it's uh, on, or fake. Two of them are real.
5: Yeah, Jeez. yeah, one's fake. <laughs> there we go. Unless, go ahead. unless we changed formats, well, maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. maybe.
2: Has changed since yesterday.
5: Go ahead. <laughs> uh, go ahead.
2: All right, story number one. <laughs> America's favorite nerd is now in the cannabis game as Jaleel White. Has teamed up with 710 to start selling Purple Urkel.
3: With 710. This is like the McDonald's using the Korean, the K pop team or Travis Scott as like a celebrity meal. Are you really? And, may, and maybe people are, but I, I just can't imagine buying something because they order, like, you're going to go and order a double quarter pounder with cheese because that's what you eat. Mm-hmm. But then you see all like, I, I don't know, there's this level of influence that I guess people have. Trust me, you can't do anything more than what's currently being done. There's a cap on everything. THC, other stuff like that. It's not like Jaleel White is going to think or, and create this brand new mega strain. Right. <laughs> no, no, it's well, not gonna happen. What is the oh, 710? That's another number that's like associated with like 420.
5: Yeah. Oh, OK. All right.
3: Wow. But, when
4: did well, I miss that? And now we got to celebrate Weed Day on uh, July 10th. July 10th as well. Well, Aton yeah. celebrates every day.
3: Correct. <laughs> Correct. All right. What's story two? Tell. Tau. Story
2: number two. A growing fad is sweeping across America, which is the high intensity workout, which is a 420 spin cycle class.
3: Hmm. So basically, you get lit up and then you go spinning. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, not good, good for the lungs. Well, do you smoke <laughs> while you're spinning? No. But is this a smoke thing? Because there are so many ways in which you can have yeah. THC in your body. Is this you smoke first and then ride the bike? Or is it like another? Is it oil? Is it like infused? You
2: know, right. Yeah, it's, a, it's a THC inspired spin class.
3: So it's
4: Harry's pen. Could be. Harry, Harry mm. have a pen? Yeah, I did. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Who I used to hear be. about it when it, that pen would be active. Yeah, I did. That's <laughs> <laughs> part of two about drinks in a pen. Yeah, in his spell. bag. <laughs> when when <laughs> Harry was laid up with right. him, with you, the ankle, he couldn't smell anything. I dropped him off at home. I bring the bag in, which weighed <laughs> seven hundred and seventy two pounds, because he kept every Eagles game log in it for two seasons. Right and i harry get in there he get set up in his chair and then he watch oh. the sopranos for 3 hours <laughs> that's exactly right and start drinking
3: <laughs> well, exactly taking good right. use of it absolutely a heavy
4: pour too, harry. <laughs>
3: all right that's uh, story 2 what's 3
2: story number 3 coming to the food network soon chopped 420 which mm. is based on the popular cooking competition show chopped but this version
3: will feature cannabis
2: infused foods only
1: Mm -hmm.
3: I'm going to say three because it's not me too federal. It's not across the board. And while there are overwhelming numbers that say the country supports legalization, I still think that it's a reach to do something like that on a network show. Yeah. And food network strikes me as being a little conservative in that
4: regard. Like they don't want a lot of moms watching that, you know, they don't need to be watching uh, somebody make pot infused brownies.
6: Well, that's some that's and that's there's only a few select things you can put that in. Cause it's actually nasty. The taste mm-hmm. of weed is nasty. So I can't see it dressing up anything. You know what I mean? So wow. you know, it's, just from a kind of source.
1: Oh my god. Emerald
6: Lagasse couldn't dress up uh weed to taste good. Yeah. Bam! Bam! <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like we might be Bam! unanimous in this choice. Well, think, you mean, oh. look
6: at it. I did like I did one time I was I was on the boardwalk and this guy was selling um, drinks. They were just regular old, uh, well, they weren't regular. Come to find out they weren't regular. Did they a weed infused it? fruit fruit, um, fruit punch. Oh, so weed was infused like a bottle with no label? Like a red yeah. a red glass bottle? No, it was actually a clear bottle. That's what yeah. I like. Yeah.
3: Like a clear bottle with red liquid in it.
6: Yep, yep. And it was infused. I mean, I know they make butter and all that stuff. You can have yeah. brownies, but how many other things can you make with that? Uh, everything.
4: everything. Yeah,
3: You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> It's
6: amazing. I, I'm but, actually going to
4: say story number two, though, because I don't buy the, spit, the exercise while imbibed.
3: That's fair. That's fair. Uh, if it's like a Peloton thing, then I'm with you. I don't think that they would do
6: it. But another thing, who wants to work out high? You don't yeah. you get well, high, I know high. I know a no. lot of Working
5: people. I know a lot of people. Working out high? Yeah. Yeah, they, they smoke before they go to the gym.
3: Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I, I, look, it's D3, so I'm not comparing it to anything else. But I had a couple of friends who played – Gettysburg uh, football at Gettysburg and they, they were jacked like they were mm. not small guys and they would rip they would hit this six foot bong that they had and they would <laughs> rip it and then they would go to the gym and that they just, like, from Miami <laughs> big dudes look they're big dudes man so yeah. my point of it is is that if guys like this who are ripped and in shape are doing it on a d3 level I can't mm. imagine
6: that it's not being done on a d1 or pro level right Percy, uh, Percy, remember from Florida, the Percy receiver? Harvin. Percy Harvin. Yeah. He never played he that. He never played in an NFL game without being high. He said he didn't couldn't he had do the it. migraine issue. Yeah, he said yeah. he couldn't do it. He had to play high. If he didn't, he wouldn't play. Yeah. Sante Samuel was the same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, and look, big he
4: burner.
3: Sante. Sante had some
4: numbers, man. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. was yeah. high enough to know he needed to tackle. He knew he still knew he wasn't going to tackle. A
5: <laughs> business decision. Right? Right, I'm going to go story
3: three. Yeah, me too. Story three. 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 I'm going to All right. Jason's on two. Ron, what say you, sir? The Oracle one's real. I saw it.
2: Number one. Oh, you should real. let us know. Jeez. Yeah. Number one is real. The purple Oracle strand is out there. So get it while it's hot. Uh, Jason, I'm proud of you for switching from three to two because you're the only one that didn't uh, didn't look foolish this week.
3: Mm. Well, it's still early in the week. Yeah, so so believe me, food- I looked yeah. foolish. it. It
5: just wasn't on the show.
3: There's a, there's right. a Food Network show coming out. Yes, right, we need to
5: get to the bottom
3: who's of it. Who's the host? Let me guess.
4: Snoop. <laughs>
3: uh,
4: Ron Funches.
3: Ron Funchess?
2: Yeah, who's that? He's a comedian.
5: Not Devin Funches.
2: Include Esther Choi, Luke Reyes, and Sam Talbot. Yeah, see, th- I this-
3: Talbot. This is and what you call performer. jumping the show. Marijuana has jumped the shark. Yeah. Sir, it's like Tylenol. It's so Advil. We
2: need a new drug?
3: No, 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 no. Just stop talking about it. Like, nobody talks drug. about <laughs> taking Tylenol anymore or Advil anymore. Just, just leave it as that, all right? John McMullin next. Good stuff, Jay.
1: Oh. <laughs> that's, that's
3: hilarious.
7: If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify.
10: Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network.
11: The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must... Uh, Many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are
12: you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on. Welcome
13: to the Wildwoods, hey. the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Hey. Catch a wave, take a nap go for a drive grab a bite it's your vacation and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one the Wildwoods your vacation your way Connecticut School of
14: Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com.
9: Presented by
8: Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
3: Uh, Maybe John McMullen is familiar with this new show on the Food Network. He is a man of way more than just the Philadelphia Eagles and the NFL. Birds 365, of course, is the show. John McMullen, Jody McDonald, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, PhillyVoice.com and the jacob media youtube page he also does a lot of other stuff but that's really the main thing we want to promote right that is
16: the main thing okay. you still the got the thing brick. The main another thing. brick
5: in the wall huh yeah that's what i'm thinking pink floyd i need, i'm i'm, yeah, I'm listening man. to it in my head right now another brick in the wall part 2 yeah. Ooh, all we are we good all good guitar, guitar solo another brick in the wall huh yeah
16: well i was John- hurrying i was hurrying trying to get on and you can see the green screen again you know, oh, sun, yeah, the sun corner. issues, you know. yeah,
5: these green screens, John. I'm I telling know. you, pain in the butt, yeah.
3: Well,
1: how are, are you,
16: you guys? How are you great.
3: guys? We're great, we're trying to figure out about this new show. I, I don't believe, Ron, that it's real, but apparently it is. Are you familiar with the new show that's coming out? He actually sent me a link. What is the, the new show? Network plan, it's called Chopped 420.
16: Well, I believe it, April 20, 420. Uh, mm-hmm. That is more accepted these days, shall we yeah. say that? It doesn't okay. surprise me. I, I believe that. I would have. I would have bet on that for fake news.
3: See, there you go. Because Mertedus was the only one who got it right. In this, yeah. he did not choose that story. Harry Barrett and myself all got duped. Not duped like the union, but duped. Yeah,
16: I can't predict if I would have gotten duped. I, I I, think I would have said that's a possibility. So I think it would have depended on what the other fake news stories
4: well, were. Well, the other one, John, was that they had spin classes where people get uh, buckled and then go to a spin class. Right. What health club is that?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
16: that's an yeah. S&M health club.
5: Yeah. Wow. No, he's wow. buckled. He's he has a different Perfect. definition of buckle. <laughs>
16: exactly. Yeah. Is, right it. Is there alert. another one? You know Harry gets that. You know <laughs>
5: Harry. how of all people, of course. Oh, it's classic. All <laughs> right, John. Which way are the Eagles are trading today? Are they going back or are they still <laughs> going forward?
16: Up, down, up, down. You know, it's interesting, uh, Brad, uh, that guy from uh, Pro Football Focus, I forget his last name. He just did a piece, uh, I'll give him credit when I get on Twitter, uh, when he looked at all the GMs and and how they trade on draft day and basically how he's an up-down guy. He he goes up and goes down almost the exact same amount of time. So he's tough to predict. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> you won't hear that the field. Is that Spiegelmeier? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Spielberger. 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 Oh, yes. Yeah. So I think it was 12 or 12 up, 10 down or something. But it was basically 50 50. So without, and by the way, Albert Breer, I love Albert Breer, Sports Illustrated Monday morning quarterback. He came out with Monday, how he might move up, how he might move down. All right, thanks, Albert. I appreciate that.
6: (laughs) He might stay put. Yeah, he might stay put. Oh, my goodness. Well, give me your biggest need on this team. You can only have one position. What's the biggest need on this team right now? (laughs) 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 Right. Boy,
16: that's a tough one because you can throw a dart at the dartboard and find a need. I, I would say something. You have to line up today. They don't have a corner opposite Darius Slay. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, wh- who are you going to put out there right now? Mike Chiquette? So, if you look at – Who? yeah, you know, <laughs> Exactly. They have offensive linemen. They have defensive linemen. That's what they typically go for. I talk about it all the time. Now, they have needs because Brandon Brandon is going to be 33. We know the history of, of – the injury history of Lane Johnson and Brandon Brooks. So, they have needs – On the offensive and defensive line, but if they had to play today, they could go out and play. I don't want to go out and play with Mike Chiquette, Nice kid, but I don't don't want to roll that dice again.
4: Don't you need to get some kind of offensive weapons too? Because yeah, you you do. You have a young quarterback. You got to protect them. Number one, you're right. But and this this draft apparently is not a good offensive line draft. What they say? There's only going to be two guys projected in the first round. O lineman. I no, think actually, there's going to be
16: there's going to be three in the top yeah. fifteen. Yep. Sewell, Will Slater Barrett Tucker. Yeah. Uh, after that, there's a little bit, there's a little bit of but Christian Dariusaw he's going to be he's going to be a first round pick. Yeah. Those guys tend to get totally. pushed up the board because yep. that, let's face it, this is an, uh Barrett will tell you this is an offensive line deficient league uh, as a whole. Everybody's looking for offensive
6: linemen i been. I was born way too early. I could have <laughs> yeah. cashed out. Like, big V. Big v got fifty million dollars. Yeah. Wow, that's a good big point. V man. Big V did. 50, yeah, yeah. Big, fifty million dollars right. over five years. All right, let you me ask what, you this. Uh, well, by the
16: way, Barrett, when you put it that way, I don't know how you sleep at night.
6: Man. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Right. Well, I, well look, we started for more than half my career. This yeah. dude only started for one season. If yeah. you
5: had that fifty million, or let's <laughs> say twenty five, half of it, would you be doing this show? No.
3: <laughs> What's your name again? Yeah. <laughs> no. And you wouldn't even be here. You'd be in the city that would be paying or paid you all that money. So even if it were Detroit, right, that paid you all that, you'd be doing whatever it is in Detroit, not here. Less than that.
16: Mm. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, that's, a, that's a good point. I never thought of that. Yeah. Man, Big B. Pick? I love, I love Big B. But man, yeah, he got he got that deal. Would uh, you that think? Tells of- it. That tells you how desperate this league is for offensive yep. line.
4: What'd you think of the Fire Howie chance at the uh, Phillies game last night,
16: John? <laughs> I, I'm amazed that the people care enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, on we were talking about this on Birds 365. It's like why do the Eagles have such passion? Where you know Philly fans, Sixer fans, when they're good, but the Eagles won four games last year, and they're chill- yeah. still breaking out the Eagles chance. They're still breaking out Fire Howie chance. At least there's, you know, the worst thing is apathy. Yeah. This fan base doesn't have apathy towards the Eagles.
3: No it doubt. Now. Third year Danger. for Chip. That's the only time I've ever felt it. Where we we had to just squeeze blood out of a rock back at the other station just to get, because nobody cared anymore. It was like, mm-hmm. if they're not. how many times could you say, fire this guy, fire this guy? But you're right. I mean, that's the only time in 42 years that I can remember anything close to apathy. And they take it out in, in other areas. Like, who's doing this in Miami or Chicago or New York? You have it, fire Dave Gettleman chance at <laughs> Mets games?
16: <laughs> they probably should. But, but yeah.
3: they don't. It's it, no. Look, I, I think it's bizarre, but I also think that there's something unique in almost a cool, like, positive way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't agree.
16: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you should enjoy the Phillies game. Yeah, I think it's
4: insulting to the team, to be honest with you.
3: Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
16: I mean, if you're at the game, if you're at the game, you might as well enjoy yourself and don't worry about the Eagles for five minutes, but that's just my opinion. Well, hold
3: on a second. We can't talk. How how often is a ball in play in baseball, right? Six and that, that, right. Yeah. a half minutes. That's
5: fair. A lot of downtime. Right. A lot of downtime. You know, the, the fanatic can only attract your attention for so long. You know? <laughs> yeah. Now, all right, let's just assume, um, John, that the Eagles go cornerback at 12. Then what do you think the move is? in the second round, is there a certain, I mean, obviously best player that has a fits a need. They have a lot of needs, but what, what, what would you say is that position for the Eagles in the second round?
16: Yeah. Then I think you almost have to go receiver. There's a lot of good second tier receivers. Rashad Bateman, uh, Terrace Marshall from, uh, LSU, mm-hmm. uh, um, more from Purdue. But yeah. He's a little bit more of a, a slot guy. Cause he's so short, but right. he's explosive. Um, the thing is, though, if you want Bateman, if you want Marshall, you might have to go up a little bit from 37. And Howie has that extra third-round third pick.
5: Round pick. Yeah.
16: yeah, so he has the potential to do that. But, yeah, I do think if you go corner first, um, it's probably receiver. But, man, I just put it on Twitter. You got to go back to 1988. 1988, guys.
5: Oh, it was a good year for me.
16: <laughs> yeah, Keith. it was Keith Jackson, um, number 13 overall. That was the last time the Eagles selected anything in the top half of the draft other than offensive line, defensive line,
6: wow. or quarterback. Wow. 1988. Yeah. That is crazy to
1: yeah. think so about.
16: So you got, you've got to go pre-Jeffrey Lurie. Every single year in the Jeffrey Lurie era, if they were up that high, they're, which they are at 12, it's been quarterback, offensive line, or defensive line.
6: Man. Wow. Wow. I think well, I'm just,
16: I'm just
6: I'm just so tired of holding my breath, man. On 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 third down, man, that I have to get a pick. I have to get a corner that's worth their salt. Any of the top three, I even um Caleb Fair. I, I I wouldn't mind getting him at this point. I mean, well,
16: you know, we had we had the the ex scouting director, college scouting director uh, for the Titans on uh, Birch 365 this morning. You know, he kind of explained like how focused these draft boards get down to. It's basically 100, at the most, 125 players. So a lot of people go back to – I'll go back to the DK Metcalf draft. Everybody complains about that. DK Metcalf this, DK Metcalf that. They should have drafted – he wasn't even on the Eagles board because he was a medical red flag for them. He was a medical red flag for a lot of teams, and he wasn't on their board. That's what I think of, you know, Bart – uh Farley was the best cornerback in this draft before yep. he had back surgery. But he's mm. off I I almost guarantee he's off their board. He's they're not even gonna consider him.
6: Which is crazy, man. You know, and we know they're not gonna go with linebacker because at this point Parsons no. is, is not um uh, he's not on he, He's he's getting off a lot of boards simply because his off the field antics. Yeah, you know. That's another but, way,
16: yeah. So, you know, you pick up these draft magazines or publications or websites and they have 450 players and every fan is out there wrangling. Well, you should take this guy. You should take that guy. When the Eagles get down to it, they're going to have 100, 125 people on their board. That's it. That's what what they have whittled it down to. So how many Bass of them will be
4: quarterbacks?
16: Probably, you know, other than Four. doing the due diligence on the top guys, probably Five quite six. a bit in that second yeah. tier, Jason, yeah. because you have to, all they have right now is Jalen Hurts and Joe Blackup. So they have to take a quarterback at some point. It's probably going to be day three, um, but they're going to take a quarterback. You know, right, I think John, hold, like, hold
3: tight, real quick. We're going to take a quick one. John McMullen with us overtime at the top. It's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio
10: football in philadelphia is a lifestyle a passion from birth and a personal responsibility to know the game boo when necessary and think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day birds 365 was created for you jody mack the legendary sports talker joins forces with nfl insider john mcmullen birds 365 start your morning with johnny mack and jody mack across the jacob media network watch it live on youtube
3: All right, got two minutes before we're back.
4: I'd like to see how we'd go like a full-blown Raiders move and pick like a Sebastian Janikowski in the first round. <laughs> that would light this city on fire, wouldn't it? Oh
3: my God. I, I tell you, though, not to that extreme, but talk about light the city on fire, not to the level of like pitchforks and torches and everything down the Broad Street, but... John's right. They're going to draft a quarterback. And I wonder, I wonder if two is too high because we've Second seen round. This, Yeah. Yeah. It is. But yeah, we say How'd that, that work out last the, year. Uh, well, look, <laughs> it's not like this team has a set precedent or resume of learning from their mistakes. Right. So yeah, but I, he I, even
4: admitted that, that, the quarterback factory thing, and it was ill-fated. They're not going to do. They can't if they do that again. A-Time, people will freak
3: out. What about the third round, though? Like you're still passing. You're, you're up drafting a, for a third-string quarterback, though. Not in the you third have round. No, I, I. This is where, and John and Barrett, like, this is where I would say, not to disagree with Jason, but I'm saying, like from the standpoint of they still need a quarterback, their quarterback, they drool like Homer Simpson, right? Ah, on the draft board. When they see a guy, they, they could, and I wouldn't be shocked if they did reach and they, and they looked at the draft board and they said, this kid's not going to be around in the third round, or he's not going to be around in the third day.
6: Let's now, get all game.
4: their needs. They, well, was, the, if they did that. Oh
6: my. Well, the, so you know well, what I'm, I'm, I'm saying? They you know, love on the sport, Stanford guys. network. You know, Davis off. Mills.
8: Live from the O'Brien. Right Stanford up.
6: quarterback. Pretty good.
4: Here's
8: a. Yeah. T- can we get
3: David there. Shaw,
4: please?
8: Brooks hold up. Hold up. Harry Mays.
3: Uh, John McMullen's here. John, if you can just go on that point that Barrett made about the quarterbacks that will be available day two, especially what we might assume is somebody who could be a back end first guy that might slip if it's Davis Mills from Stanford or somebody else. I guess the scenario that we're trying to prepare for and hopefully avoid but could still come true is not taking a quarterback on day 3 but what happens if they do take a QB on day 2 which is the second or third round
16: I I find it hard to believe they would take a quarterback on day 2 after trading down you know Gil Brandt had his pre-draft uh conference call with us yesterday and he was the third guy third NFL really big-time personnel evaluator that told me over the last week or so this was a historic quarterback class. So that tells me two things. That tells me the Eagles are looking at 2022 and they're looking at a veteran in 2022, whether that's Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, even Aaron Rodgers at that point, because if... If you were ever going to get the quarterback early in the draft, it's this year, not Mm -hmm. next year. This year's the historic draft. So if you start at six, you got to go up and get one. If you want a young quarterback, that tells me the Eagles are looking at the veteran quarterbacks. Mm. So if I look at Kellen Mond, if I look at Davis Mills, if I look at Kyle Trash, those are probably day two guys. I, I don't think they want that type of quarterback. I think they want a veteran. So, to me, they'll go more day three developmental type. Flippy, like uh, Franks.
1: So
3: yeah, like Franks, Franks, Jamie so. Newman,
16: somebody yeah. like that. Look,
3: I, I tell you, if they draft Kyle Trask on in the third round, then I'll lead that pitchfork and torch parade down to the Novacare because I have had it if that's the case.
16: Well, it, I could see them drafting Kyle Trask if he falls to the fourth round. If he's a day three guy, even the fifth round, which I think there's a small possibility. I doubt it, um, but if he starts to fall because of the history with Brian Johnson, I could see it. But I, I think I certainly second round
5: too early. So you're saying that they set their sights now on a veteran because they realized they I couldn't get so. up. They couldn't get up to get Wilson.
1: Yeah.
16: Yeah, that's the quarterback they liked. But even so, I mean, I find it hard to believe they don't like Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I mean, these guys are big-time prospects with with big-time ceilings. So you're not going to find these guys. Don't get me wrong. Quarterbacks will go up the board. Sam Howell is going to be a top-10 pick. The kid from USC, I forget his name, is probably going to end up a top-10 pick. You know Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma. Who knows and, with him?
5: And the kid from Oregon that transferred to Texas Tech. You're talking about Kevon Keaton Slovis from yeah, USD yeah, yeah. and Tyler Shaw from yeah. uh, Oregon that transferred to Texas Tech.
16: Some of these guys are going to go up the board, but it's not going to be this year's class. At least what you're talking about and what Gil said yesterday. You know, there's a lot of hyperbole, so you you factor that in. But he also said this is the worst defensive tackle class he's ever seen. Hmm. So he's not just going out and saying everybody's great. He believes this quarterback class is an historic
3: one. Hmm. All right, John, hold tight. It's overtime. Jay, we'll see you tomorrow. All All right, see you, boys. If you
7: missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to
13: the Wildwoods. Connecticut School of
14: Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA-approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit
3: GoCSB.com. The middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It's too out of control. Are you kidding be, me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate.
5: I, I don't know who this person is. Filet me... mignon with crown royale.
3: Vanilla <laughs> ice cream and apple pie? you might as yes. well just kick
12: somebody in the groin.
9: The middle with Aton Chander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern.
3: All right, overtime, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, on Shander, John McMullen hanging out with us. We'll have Jason back with us on Thursday. And quick question. I know it came out earlier, like two weeks ago about Dallas, but do we have anything concrete, as concrete as anything can be nowadays leading up to the draft, where a team would trade into the top 10 for a non-quarterback. Do we have anything like that outside of that Dallas stuff about Kyle Pitts, etc.? Because I, I don't necessarily know if we've seen anything like that. Well,
5: they that. already are in the top ten. They would be moving
3: up in the top. Oh, correct, 10. correct. Yeah. From yeah. ten to yeah. six.
16: Well, or, we've right? heard you know, we've already heard people talking about the Eagles going back up into the top ten to get above uh the Giants and the Cowboys to take a corner if they believe. Uh and Horn are both going to be off the board. So, you know, we just talked about mm-hmm. Howard Roseman. Is he going to move up, down? History says it's basically 50-50. Right. Um, and Albert Breer said he could move up, he could move down, he could stay, he could <laughs> stay at up. number 12.
3: Amazing, isn't it? Which
6: well, which, I mean- which
16: which, by the way, I've confirmed that. You could right. move up, you could move
6: down. I, I we appreciate stay at 12. Yeah. But uh, look at um Andy Waddle. And I asked guys the other day, man. I, I keep trying to figure out, you know, what is his role? I mean, because he's a smart guy. He he comes really from that Raven, you know, he comes from that Raven, um Raven house where they, you know, Newsom taught him, you know, how to draft, how to go out there and stick to a specific plan, but they just don't do it. You know, I mean, he's done all his research, his staff is there, they've they put this draft board up, and it seems like come, you know, come time to play, come game day, they stray too far from it.
16: Yeah, I mean, I can tell you what his role should be. His role should be get the hell out of the way, let Andy pick the players. Um, right. But, you know, that's, that's one of the things with the Eagles. You don't know who's picking the players. We got a Lori pick with Hurts. We got a couple Howie picks. We get an Ala Calabi pick. And then – When nobody recognizes the names any longer, it probably is Andy Weidelpix in the scouting staff later in the draft. But you're right. I mean, if you talk to people around this league, Barrett, the first team they bring up when it comes to personnel is Baltimore, more often Mm -hmm. than not. And a lot of it has to do with Ozzie Newsom. A A lot of it has to do with how he has trained his scouts uh, that's where Joe Douglas came from, Andy Weidel. Um, yeah, I'd get the heck out of Andy's way, but this is Jeff Lord, Lord's don't, organization.
5: Don't forget about our White Whiteside, too. That's on the owner, ah. apparently. Yes.
1: yes
6: not forgetting. Yeah. No,
5: I will never forget.
6: No. That's why I said quarterback, uh, you know, uh, Davis Mills.
16: Yeah, they do love Stanford. Sometimes yeah. it works. I mean, Zach er- Ertz was, you know, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100 million. million, right. Chance yeah. of the lights down. No. But, but, I mean, you know, Stanford kids are really impressive. I remember Casey Tuhill. You remember him from last year, yep. the seventh-round mm-hmm. pick? Defensive I mean, end
6: who's in Washington right now? Yeah, yeah. he's in Washington. Yeah.
16: I mean, that is a really, really bright kid, and he was a phenomenal athlete, but he's just a tweener. You know, is he a defensive end? Is he a linebacker? Um, but, I mean – when those kids talk to you from Stanford you you can't help but be
3: impressed mm-hmm. no I, I'm with you now Harry will you forgive the jj a w pick because Confucius says jJ give but not forget is to not forgive
5: <laughs> to forgive <laughs> but not forget is to not then I guess I'm not forgiving okay because yeah. just- I will never forget it there- I,
1: might, I might
16: be a glutton for punishment, but I have not given up on J.J. Yes, you are. I have not given Uh-oh, up my. on J.J.
6: Yes, wow. you are. Glutton for punishment.
16: New new coaching staff. So they're not going to, like, I think the old coaching staff said, this kid can't play. Mm-hmm. And they just buried him. So he's going to have one last opportunity. And, by, hey, I'm the first in line to kill Jeffrey Lurie. But. It wasn't like the Eagles picked a kid who was supposed to go in the fourth round. Like, if the Eagles didn't pick JJ, he wouldn't have been left on the board for 10 more picks. Right. It's not like nobody in the league didn't think he was a legitimate prospect. So he's got talent. That little sliver when Jalen Hurts got on the field late, he made some
3: plays. Mm. I'm a collective. You realize, John, what it takes. Like, Barrett is Mr. Optum. He's critical. And when it comes time to to ripping somebody's play, but for him to give up on a player who still has
16: tread but on – Barrett got player. killed when, when Barrett was on Birds 365. He just ripped the you-know-what out of Andre Dillard. I said, come on.
6: No, well, you can't yeah. go lineman and expect – I don't Barrett know, man. To, yeah. You can't right. go to the Wizard. the Wizard. The Wizard of Oz is, is, a, is a fictional – type of place right it's it's not you can't go to get can't get a heart get hard right
5: better off going to cooper or deborah hart
6: institute (laughs) (laughs) great that's great oh man i don't have as much i don't have as much um i don't have as much fault in in drafting these guys i have a lot of fault in getting these guys ready to play Maybe this coaching staff will coach these yeah. guys up. because I haven't, haven't seen anybody take the next level or take the next step who they are. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to see what Sanders does now because maybe he gets an opportunity to get coached and becomes a better what? player just from coach. At this what, point, what, I, what, 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 I was line a line coach. Now got
5: Wait, Wait a second, though. The previous coach won a Super Bowl. Now, all of a sudden, we're expecting this pup to come in here and coach him up. Like, Yeah,
1: but yeah, the yeah. guy that's
3: no longer here won the Super Bowl. And, and Harry, the, the last year he was here, the whole loving on him and feeling on him, he couldn't yeah. do because of COVID. And now right. Sirianni is expected to be hands-on, but half the guys, if not all the whole guys, aren't even going to show up for voluntary <laughs> workouts. But Harry, you know? He's at a disadvantage, right? What? Yeah, I
16: will say there are different stages where you want coaches. Look, Think of it like Phil Jackson. You don't want Phil Jackson with a young team. You want Phil Jackson when you yeah, got superstars. you want superstars. Brett Brown with a young
5: team. Yeah. The nurturer. So, yes,
16: yeah, exactly. So right. there is something to developing players. And I think one of the legit criticisms of Doug's staff was they didn't develop players well. Hmm. But I thought they handled players well. Yes. And that speaks into to the veteran aspect of it. Yep. All right. It's there's a right. difference
5: there. That's fair.
3: Last one for you, John. Let's go around uh, the horn. We'll start with John McMullen. It's a uh, quick fire. So you don't need a ton of time on all this, right? It's overtime. We'll be back on Wednesday. Who do they take? Uh, Quiddy Pay for me, Michigan.
16: I don't
6: hate that play at all. Actually. Me neither. No. Barrett? Uh, I'm going to go J.C. Horn.
16: Yeah, that's nah.
3: the guy I was thinking of, too. That's the guy I was going to be gone. All right, look, we just hope that he's on the board at 12. Yeah,
6: yeah.
5: I'll say Horn. I was going to say Horn as well. Yeah.
3: I, and look, yeah. that would be, I think, one of the few picks where it's realistic to expect he could be there. And also, I'd be okay with it. But to be honest with you, Kawiti Pay has played a lot of football. And he comes in, I think, with the expectations that he could be worked right away on that rotation, right? I mean, this oh, is yeah. one oh, yeah.
16: player, if not starter. And it, and it would be the heir apparent to Brandon Graham. And Actually. I go back to 1988, Keith Jackson, last time, no quarterback, no offensive lineman, no defensive lineman. You got to go back to 88.
3: That's amazing. Back in 88, you had the other Keith Jackson going, whoa, Nelly. All right. That's true. <laughs> That's right battle of jacksons all right we're back tomorrow thanks john
12: we'll see you all on wednesday are you looking for a place to track your action purchase picks and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community check out book it sports a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community on the book it sports app you can track all your nfl nba and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's
0: cash some tickets and put on Book It. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 129 each, then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.